of shooting, we pick the most difficult set ever. Smoke, mirrors in every direction. Love it. Welcome to Twilight. You're listening to Another Bite of Twilight, a podcast where we look back on our obsession with the Twilight Saga and continue to freak out ten years later. Hello, guys. Hello. Long time no see. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to another bite of Twilight. Hi, Mel. Hi. I'm in my chair. Say my name. Hi, Kelly. <laughs> How are you? How have you been? I've been good. Well, I had strep throat yeah, this past week. You did, it yeah. But it's ending and yeah. I'm ready to record. Are you still on antibiotics? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey guys, thanks for tuning in. We have finished reading Breaking Dawn. We've finished okay, the series. Yeah, and thank you guys. So we took a week off last week. And so, so sorry about that. I mean, know it's been three weeks and it's been a while, but we had Thanksgiving and Kelly was sick. We had so many things going on. So yeah. we really appreciate your patience and we hope you're still listening. And it took us forever to finish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a big book. You know, when I was in middle school, I had nothing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't have a job yet. I think I had a paper route, but that was only one hour a day. So yeah, we had way more free time to just, just be in the backyard reading all day. Yeah. This was 756 pages. It's a lot. It's a lot, yeah. And we <laughs> wanted to we wanted to cover book three all in one yeah. episode because I feel like it just makes sense. We didn't want to bore you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting that this whole thing is part two movie that they... I know, yeah. They put books one and two in part one. I mean, it makes sense, but it's just... I actually do think that Breaking Dawn makes sense as a movie to split into. I I think I'm on the fence about it. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Or should we get to that later? I was gonna say, what do you think could be like cut out to make it shorter? I don't know. I guess yeah. I feel like maybe we can talk about it when we get to the to the movies. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like I have to see it again. But Good point. I do actually, you know, to be honest, I feel like there's some things that they could have added in. Things that they could have added in that were like just totally new scenes that didn't happen in the books. Like I wish they wrote oh, new material for it. That would have been cool. Yeah. I would have liked that too. Are there any scenes in the movies that are completely new? I think of one, but should we save it for the movie episode? I'm not even just talking about Breaking oh. Dawn, but any scenes from the series that are well, like new scenes. I think the bath scene in Breaking Dawn Part 2 is not in the book. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not even really in the movie. It's, well, it's not. You're right, <laughs> but like the talking about bath scene. <laughs> Why is the series so PG-13? It's so annoying. I guess... Oh. Spoiler, but remember when we saw that and he goes, I'm going to draw a bath. And then I was like, yeah. And then it skips to the next scene and audibly in the theater, I said, what? Yeah. (laughs) That's so upsetting. So anticlimactic. Don't give us anything. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like from like New Moon and Eclipse though. Let us, guys, let us know. Can't think of anything right now. I'm sure I could think of something. I mean, there's a lot of lines that are made up. Mm-hmm. 
So but, like, many. a whole scene, like, a whole thing that they just, like, completely rewrote. Kind of the meadow, like, or the, oh, maybe the first kiss yeah. in the bedroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Hmm. Remember that deleted scene in Twilight where he, like, bites her finger? Yeah. It yeah. Really that would have That would have never happened. But it's pretty hot. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the vision of the fight is fake, but spoiler, we'll get to that. Wow. It's November 2019. And if you think about it, everyone listening still loves Twilight. Still loves Twilight. Came out 11 years ago. (laughs) It's just hitting me right now. (laughs) We have some listener mail that we're going to read later. But first, let's get into the book. Let's get into it because we have a lot to say. This is the biggest portion of the book, I think. Right? It's huge. It's it, a lot. I think it's longer than one and two. Combined. Oh, we're screwed. Okay, the first thing I have to say is that we get this table of contents for book three, Bella. There's a table of contents, and it, it literally gives away the ending. Yeah, the happily the ever happy after. after. <laughs> it says happily ever after is on page 742. Yeah. If you wanted to know. Yeah, because this whole end, they're like, we might die. We're definitely going to yeah. die. We're going to die. I guess it could have been like cryptic. Sarcastic. And, yeah. Yeah. Cynical. But. but I also feel like if you've been with this series so far, you know that that's like not a part of Stephanie's writing. You know what I mean? Like, you just, like, wouldn't even expect that. (laughs) I, in my notes, wrote that I think the preface was totally unnecessary. I agree. But it's just her standard now, Stephanie Myers. I mean, there's always a preface for some reason. Mm -hmm. But it's basically just about the Volturi, like, walking towards them, her nightmare, just foreshadowing what's going to come later. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it takes away from it. I agree. I feel like you especially don't need it because this book is already breaking consistency by having three books in one book. Mm -hmm. So, like, you already had one in the beginning of the whole novel in itself. So I feel like... Why do we need this? Why do we need this? It's (laughs) Honestly, I feel like... Like, a lot of things in book three are, like, could have cut it. (laughs) (laughs) Really, Mel? Yeah. Really? I hate to say it. You'll have to let me know what that is. So this starts in Bella's transforming into a vampire. Chapter 19, burning. She's in a lot of pain, which honestly, I don't know if I could do it because, like, this sounds like the worst thing ever. I gotta say, Stephanie Meyer did a great job describing this. Yeah. The pain. Like, she describes being trapped under a darkness and that she can't even budge an inch because she'll like scream her head off and beg them to kill mm-hmm. her i thought she did a good job explaining how it feels yeah she wrote on page 373 but the weakness was too much my arms felt like empty rubber horses for a moment and they felt like nothing at all i couldn't feel them i couldn't feel me which was oh that's <laughs> when she was dying which i felt like that's such a scary feeling yeah i wonder how meyer got into this headspace like how did she even imagine what it's like i know it's really dark i wonder if she's ever had like a near-death experience at first she's like in so much pain but she's still like i have to stay alive i have to stay quiet and i thought in the beginning like that's felt a little unrealistic to me because a lot of times when people are are 
experiencing tortured feelings like their natural inclination like inclination is common sense or like yeah. reasoning kind of goes out the window yeah but then that did happen when she was like i just want to die i just want to yeah. die i thought it was funny on page 374 she says i couldn't pull even edward's face into view not jacob's not alice's or rosalie's or charlie's or renee's or carlisle's or esme's nothing it terrified me and i wondered if it was too late like poor jasper and emmett <laughs> <laughs> they weren't even mentioned they weren't even mentioned yeah but i i dude that's a scary feeling yeah. It happened to me when I was way too high on a weed brownie one time. It's legal here. What, yes. you couldn't even think of what people looked like? I, yeah, I, like, couldn't really, like Bella, I knew who they were. But it didn't feel but real. I, I couldn't really, like, remember who they were. Yeah, that's was terrifying. Terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, I feel like I've experienced <laughs> that, yeah, when I've been, like, really anxious. yeah. I was just having, like, a full-blown, like, mental, mental breakdown. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you probably just, like, I just want to, like, fall asleep, fall asleep. Like, I don't yeah, want to think yeah, about yeah. anything. Because I remember, because I, my boyfriend at the time, I remember I couldn't even, like, remember. I knew I had a boyfriend, but I couldn't remember, like, who it was. <gasps> That's terrifying. Yeah. And I was, like, go back to your room to Stacy. That was my roommate. And I couldn't even really remember who, like, Stacy was. <gasps> but, like, my subconscious, like, knew who these people were. But... Oh my god. <laughs> I know. You were like, who is Stacy? Yeah, I was <gasps> like, who is Stacy? <laughs> yeah. That's so scary. I would I never I would never have a edible ever again if I was you. I I haven't really like I mean I have, but I've been very hesitant and like always have a teeny teeny amount. Yeah. It was traumatizing. I, I feel like I don't really day, I don't I like edibles. It. They actually yeah. always make me it's legal here. <laughs> they yeah, always, don't judge us please don't judge us they always make me feel really anxious and actually yeah, like be, because it's legal like i feel like in massachusetts people are just coming around so like maybe people who would have never smoked weed before like oh but i yeah. would have an edible like i wouldn't smoke it but i'd have an yeah. edible and i'm always saying to them like no like edibles are insane they're way stronger yeah. like you get way more even they that, can be they can be dangerous honestly even like that chocolate they can be totally dangerous yeah i think I don't think I've ever had a good edible experience. I don't know why I continue to take them. When I was in the Netherlands, like, I remember I got used to it, and I, like, liked that feeling of, like, yeah, being kind of anxious almost. <laughs> but no, now I can't. Especially because I feel like with edibles, when you eat it, you, like, forget that you take it. Yeah. So then it, like, hits you an hour later, and you're like, why do I feel this way? Yeah. <laughs> but basically, moral of the story is be responsible. <laughs> yes, yes. Be responsible. Bella and Edward would never do that. No. Nor Jacob. Nor anybody. Renee would. Renee. Oh, yeah, Renee. Renee definitely would. Well, <laughs> would anybody else? Um, Maybe Jessica. Jessica, yeah. Every now and then, Maybe like, if it's offered. Yeah. She would, like, puke. Mike. I think Mike <laughs> He definitely would. Mike's kind of a goody-goody. Yeah, but I think he would. I think yeah, he's I think also he, a poser. Yeah, you're right. A Angela, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Eric. Jessica, Eric. Eric is kind of a wild I think card. Eric would. I think he would it. too. Yeah. I think he would. I think he tried a couple times. Yeah. I think so. I actually <laughs> think he'd really like it. I think Eric, when Eric goes to college, he like gets a beard. He becomes like yeah. really sexy. And yeah. he's like, he's. Oh, Eric. Yeah, I really yeah, he's think. funny. Eric really glows up when he yeah. goes to college, definitely. I don't think him and Angela stay together. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think she breaks up with him. 
But he but really bounces back. He bounces back completely. Yeah. yeah. It'd be, we should do. He dates a really funny, really nice girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they get married. <laughs> We should do a Where Are They Now episode about all the humans. We might get up. Yeah, we should. Like, what we Who think happens we to them. Oh, what we think. Yeah. We could, ask, we could ask listeners what they think. Yeah. Where are they now? Yeah. But Eric, yeah. I think his future looks good. Me too. What do you think about Mike's future? Oh, God. I think he gains a lot of weight. <laughs> <laughs> I think he, like does consulting or something yeah he's, i think he moved to seattle no i was gonna outside say outside of seattle i think he's a townie i don't think he's a townie you don't he's think he's kind of a townie he's a local i see him as i see him being like a really bored businessman okay yeah no i see him sticking around in forks and he like gains weight and he <laughs> maybe gets a job like at forks high school interesting I could see him, okay, I see him moving to not downtown Seattle or anything, but, like, mm-hmm. I mean, who can afford that probably? But, I mean, I'm just assuming. Trying the whole businessman thing, Ubering around. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he has a collared shirt. Yeah. Tails after work. I could see but it. But then, for whatever reason, he goes back to Forks. and I could see it, yeah. He was already gaining weight. <laughs> <laughs> does yeah yeah he's like i can't do this anymore but you know what maybe he's happy (laughs) (laughs) i think he has a lot of like he fights a lot with his parents as well there's a lot of (laughs) tension there for whatever reason so it's kind of like awkward when he goes home do you think he goes to college i think so i think think he he goes to college but he parties a lot a nice group of guy friends yeah yeah definitely him and jessica do not keep in touch at all I almost get the sense that he doesn't really keep in touch with, like, many people from Forks. I don't know why. Yeah, even Eric. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I wonder if Stephanie Meyer ever thought <laughs> people would care so much about the minor it feels <laughs> It feels really real to me right now. Feels, especially since we went to Forks. It's like, I can Yeah, picture. yeah. <laughs> and I, ju- I just went to my high school reunion, so I'm thinking... Oh, yeah. It's been, like, five years, so I'm thinking about, like, wow, people have, like, gone in all these different directions. Maybe he would live in Port Angeles or something like that. Yeah, I could see it. I really see him being a townie, though. It's so weird. I don't know why I see... I see something slightly different for him. Interesting. Well, let us know what you guys think. Where are they now? Mike, yeah. Jessica, Tyler... Eric. Literally everybody. Angela. The columns, it's like, okay, we're getting so off topic right now. I know. The columns, yeah, you can think about like, oh, where are they in the world? Or like, what hobbies are but they But they're doing? still the same people, kind and of. And they're going to be in the same relationships. Mm-hmm. Oh, but we should, it's we could even boring. do it with the, with the pack, I feel. That's true. Level Tori, uh, doing the same thing. Doing the same thing, yeah. Oh yeah, even when Carlisle, like, <laughs> jumping ahead, he's like, Aro, I haven't seen you in centuries it's so casual yeah (laughs) literally nothing (laughs) 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 centuries have passed (laughs) well i have stuff to say about that we'll get to it okay back to this chapter um she's like listening to the conversations of edward and carlisle and the people in the house it's kind of interesting she can oh i think it's fascinating that when she starts to she's dying she's writhing in pain 
she thinks she's gonna die but then it sort of transitions to her becoming a vampire mm-hmm. and you really see this when she can start to hear the Collins walking around. She's like, I've mm-hmm. never heard that before, but I can hear Alice like walking around the house because mm-hmm. usually they're so quiet to human ears. That was that was a nice detail. On page three eighty one, she's listening to their conversation, mm-hmm. and I think Carlisle says, "I'm sure between the five of us, we can keep it from running, turning into bloodshed." Edward sighed. I don't know which side to t- which side to take. I'd love to flog them both. Well, later. I wonder what Bella will think. Whose side she'll take? Carlyle mused. One low, strained chuckle. I'm sure she'll surprise me. She always does. I was wondering if that was talking about Jacob imprinting. I think so. Yeah. And I'm guessing the two people he's talking about is maybe Jacob and Leah. That would defend him or something. Yeah. I don't know. Definitely talking about Jacob imprinting on Renee's name. That must have been weird oh, for them mm. to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. So Jacob has imprinted, basically like realized his soulmate, uh, brother, friend, protector, protector, lover, lover <laughs> is Renee Bell Edwards' child. To anyone who doesn't know, mm. mom. Um, <laughs> she doesn't know that. My mom forgets, probably doesn't. She forgets details. Yeah. So, do you have anything before that? No. Overall, this chapter is like very slow paced because it's just like yeah, painfully Bella transforming. I enjoyed it though. I did too. I yeah. Well written and interesting. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, you always wonder like, what is it like? So, mm-hmm. Yeah. But it finally it ends with her opening her eyes and gazed above me in wonder. And that's how the first movie ends. And then I shouldn't be talking about the movie, but yeah. The next chapter is chapter 20. It's called New. Bella's seeing everything as a vampire for the first time. Again, it's very slow paced. She's taking everything in. It's so zoomed in. Like every yeah. single second oh, yeah, yeah. is like She's looking at the light so bulb detailed. Yeah. And she the says filaments and stuff. Yeah, there's a new eighth color that she had no name for. I wrote that in my notes. This is funny. I don't remember writing this. I said, these titles seem like Taylor Swift songs. Yeah. <laughs> the chapter Ew. title. Yeah. Wait, I'm going to look at the table of contents. <laughs> this is a Taylor Swift album. Burning new. First hunt. Yes. Promised memories. Yes. Surprise. Favorite. Shiny. Travel plans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Travel plans. I feel like she would. <laughs> Defection. Irresistible. Oh, that would definitely, definitely. be. <laughs> Talented. That would be Taylor Swift song too. <laughs> Company. Uh, I don't know. Forgery. Declared. T- deadline. Bloodlust. Bloodlust, definitely. Yeah. Contrivances. Power. Mm. The happily ever after. Yes. <laughs> Wait, is the first book like That's that too? Taylor Swift album. <laughs> no, I feel like the first book is less. It's like, yeah, engaged. Long night, maybe. Big day, probably. <laughs> Gesture, maybe. I'll Esme, probably not. <laughs> Distractions, unexpected. I almost feel like Jacob's ones are like like some indie artist. Or like Panic of the Disco. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. Oh, she said Edward's hand isn't cold. Mm-hmm. She's a vampire now. How do you feel about that? It makes me pre- kind of sad that her human memories for this story that we all just became obsessed with are faded. I agree. These iconic moments that happened in their love story are yeah. like things that are like 
she has to really remember, you know? At least Edward can remember them. That's true. But yeah, I, that bothers me too because she describes her human memories as if she's looking through what a dirty window or something. Mm-hmm. Like she can't really see it anymore. Yeah. That upsets me. That makes me sad because I feel like that's, I don't know, a part of us, like all we are kind of is our memories. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And I also, agree. I don't know, I, I, I think the dynamic is sexier when she's a human. Yeah, for sure. When it's like, we can't. <laughs> we can't. I want to. I want to kill you. <laughs> Bite me. Believe me. I, I want, want to. to. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot more suspense. It's a little bit, not boring, but it's just more settled now. However, Edward is more like, we'll get to this later on, but he, I, I feel like there's a part where he just like lunges at her and mm-hmm. hits her with it. Oh, I love horny Edward. Me too. I die for horny Edward. <laughs> uh, I wrote that in my notes, there's like five pages of description here. Yes, there is. There's, there's a, lot. a lot. It's very slow. It's not bad, but just... Yeah, she writes... How different this kissing was. I read his expression as I compared the indistinct human memories so to this clear, intense feeling. He looked a little smug. <laughs> Wait, what page was that? That's page 395. 395. Oh, yeah. On 392, she is like, Wait, I thought as the trembling blossomed into a warmth, a yearning. Wasn't I supposed to lose this? Wasn't giving up this feeling part of the bargain? She's like horny for Edward right now. Already. Yeah. Who would blame her though? And then, yeah. um, Did you just say that 394, they make out? Oh yeah. No, it's on, yeah, they make out for like two pages. Start making out. (laughs) It was like he'd never kissed me. Like this was our first kiss. And in truth, he never kissed me this way before. (laughs) There's a lot of dramatic irony here. Because, like, we know that Jacob has imprinted, and so they kind of, like, there's hints at it, and, like, oh, you'll see Renesmee, and Jacob's still here, and Belle's like, Jacob's still here? Why would he still be here? I thought that was so (laughs) funny. On 401, she says, hold on, Jacob is still here? Yeah. that was so funny. And she's like, what a great friend he is. Oh, I can't believe he'd be here for me. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It's... It is funny, though, because, yeah, as a reader, we're like, yeah, what? I mean, we, yes, he imprinted, but he really wouldn't have anything to do with this anymore. It's like, yeah, why is he still at the house? Yeah. So weird. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just hanging around. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, just him interacting with all the other Collins just sitting there day after day? I mean, he's got to become really close with them. I know. You know, like, what is he talking about? Is he just, like, cooing at Renesmee the whole time? Can I change your diaper? <laughs> Wait, I was wondering, does Renesma pee and poop? I, I know no one has said anything about that. I don't know. I'm guessing she does. She does. If she, why don't the colon, why don't vampires? They, yeah. Where does the blood go that they're That they drink. Yeah. They don't seem to, this is so gross, but. They don't seem to sweat. They don't, like, what, nothing is coming out of them. Yeah, but then why do they need more? Yeah, where is it going? (laughs) Nothing is leaving them. They have to go to the bathroom then, right? But they don't. They don't, yeah. It just, 
what are we supposed to believe? It just fades away? Evaporates, yeah. If you burn energy or if, like, if you're using energy, it goes somewhere. Maybe it just makes them stronger and stronger. It, like, goes into their... It's, you can't get too technical with the mm-hmm. vampire thing. It's just magic, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but Renesmee probably goes to the bathroom. Yeah, are they changing her diaper? See, I once read that Renesmee was the most dangerous vampire because she's, like, half human, half... Mm-hmm. vampire but i think that she's actually the weakest because she does get tired like physically tired she has yeah, to sleep she does like she has limitations that they don't it's almost creepier that she does like human blood because she doesn't really need it like she can eat yeah. food, so it's a little more disturbing to me that she enjoys it i agree yeah what are you doing i prefer her to just eat regular food to be honest <laughs> just eat your pup tarts yeah <laughs> <laughs> but then she wouldn't really be that much of a vampire yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah, So, chapter ends. She still hasn't seen Winesme yet, but they're worried that she'll try to attack her or something, so she's going to go hunting with Edward. And that's how the chapter ends. Mm-hmm. And chapter 21 is called First Hunt. And oh, I think it's interesting. She's going to jump out the window with Edward, and she's actually kind of scared to jump. Like, she's nervous about heights. I thought that was cool. It's like, even though she's a vampire, she's kind of still... Mm-hmm. Herself. I feel like it would take a while to get used to. Yeah. And wait, was this in the book? I, I mean, I know we just read the book, but I know it's in the movie that they jump out the window in his mm-hmm. room. Is that in the book too? I thought that was just a cool callback to the first one. I think so, yeah. I think it does happen. It's a nice touch. When they're hunting, of course, we all know, like, well, maybe not. Aunt Karen or her mom, but they, like, there's a hunter there, and she smells his blood, and so she, like, gets the urge to kill him, and mm. she, like, has to resist it. I thought that it'd be kind of interesting if she did kill him right away. It would be. There's this theme of, like, Bella has super self-control, and they're all super impressed, and they don't know if, if it's because she's prepared or if that's her superpower. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't really, th- I don't think it's a superpower that she has. I do think it's more likely that she's prepared. Yeah, she has the... Sh- yeah. Jumping ahead, she has the shield where she can block other people's powers. Mm-hmm. So how does self-control come into that too? I don't know. Yeah. I think she's just prepared. I think she, I agree. But I feel like it's almost too perfect. Like it's, she. I know. It's, you know, it's too easy for her. It'd be kind of interesting if she just killed the person right away. Where are they now? In my version, she accidentally killed somebody. <laughs> Charlie. No! <laughs> no! That would be horrible. Renee. Renee I'd be fine with. Yeah. (laughs) What? (laughs) I didn't mean to go along with that. I was just like, yeah. No, I think Renee would solve a lot of problems, actually. (laughs) She accidentally kills Renee. She kills Renee, then she doesn't have to deal with worrying about Renee. What if Renesmee accidentally killed Renee? (gasps) That would be cool. Yeah. (laughs) No. No, but whatever. I still love you. What? Mommy? Did I kill don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much to say about Renesmee. Oh my wait, wait, god. Wait, wait. Still at this hunting scene. What does she she eats a mountain lion or something? Yeah. I was shocked to read this that in this scene she is wearing a tightly fitted it's supposed to be ice blue. Ice tightly fitted ice blue silk. 
and she says, what did you think I would need it for, Alice? Was there a cocktail party later? So apparently the dress that she wears in Breaking Dawn is true to the books, like that she's wearing a cocktail dress. It's disappointing. I I wrote down, is Alice stylish or not? People who love fashion take risks. Okay, I just have more to say about this. I just feel like Stephanie Meyer doesn't know what she's talking about when it comes to fashion stuff, and it really bothers me because... Somebody who loves fashion, who like lives and dies for fashion, mm-hmm. wouldn't dress Bella in something like that. Yeah. No. Like people who love fashion, like weird things or like, like a listener said, I can't remember who would like vintage things or like, yeah, maybe some designer clothes, but not all designer and like. I think you, V said that. Yeah. When yeah. we interviewed her. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. yeah. V said that. Usually people who are super, like I have a few friends that like studied fashion in school and stuff and they don't they wouldn't dress bella in a cocktail dress yeah it it bothers me yeah that's not like the epitome of like oh bella fashionable that's that's someone who like doesn't care about that doesn't know and they think fancy yeah i think bella would wear i think it would be more true to the book if she wore something that was similar to the dress that she wears in the vision in new moon in the scene because Bella loves... Something flowy and romantic. She loves classic literature and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think Alice would know that and would play into that. Yeah, because this is a big moment. Like, what she wears in this scene should be, like, very, like, Bella and very memorable. And Alice is supposed to be, like, her best friend. So I don't know why Alice keeps dressing her in stuff that she hates. Yeah, exactly. Alice. Yeah, that's true. Because even (laughs) if you are, like, not fashionable, I feel like you can find couture that like yeah that's anybody's style yeah random tangent so she's a vampire you know and i think i kind of often experience like sensory overload and i the way she describes being a vampire sounds like horrible to yeah because she says she can hear people gritting their teeth like she can hear edward gritting his teeth and stuff i couldn't take that i don't think i could either i could hear that much detail yeah that made me go crazy (laughs) can you block it all out i don't know i don't think i like that but then i also wrote when they're running in the woods i said being a vampire sounds amazing almost like being on drugs it just sounds like she doesn't get because she describes that she doesn't get tired they're running but she doesn't feel any ache or like Mm -hmm. need to stop wow guess you just feel amazing all the time there's still a lot of like chemistry here between bella and edward bella smells humans and edward says whoever it was if they were men they probably wouldn't even mind death if you were the one delivering it Mm. and then she says it was a surprisingly sensual experience to observe edward hunting his smooth string was like the sinuous strike of a snake. His hands were so sure, so strong, so completely inescapable. Whoa. His full lips were perfect as they parted gracefully over his gleaming teeth. He was glorious. I felt a sudden jolt of both pride and desire. He was mine. Nothing could ever separate him from me now. I was too strong to be torn from his side. Whoa. Hot. That was pretty hot. I feel like that just passed me by somehow. But mm-hmm. When you read that. <laughs> I wrote like in all caps, love it. <laughs> I had just one more thing. At the top of 427, um, <laughs> she says, 
Maybe I would just love Edward more than anyone in the history of the world and ever loved anyone else. I could live with that. She said, maybe this was the part of me that I'd brought forward to be intensified in my new life. Like Carlyle's compassion and Esme's devotion, I would probably never be able to do anything interesting or special like Edward, Alice, and Jasper could do. Maybe I would just love Edward more than anyone in the history of the world had ever loved anyone else. So she's saying like her gift is loving Edward. Edward. And I wrote, yikes. (laughs) (laughs) Not look good for the feminist critiques. No. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't turn out to be that. To be that, but yeah. (laughs) Also, what purpose would that serve? Because, like, can't even reproduce, especially in anymore. the yeah, especially in the battle. They're like, Are you an like an offense? Are you a defense? Oh, like, I just love my husband, I just love my husband. Yeah, you could be one of the wives. I'm the wives, <laughs> like, in the Vulturi. even the wives are coming. <laughs> the wives, what they don't have names. Yeah, yeah, jumping, jumping ahead. I had, a, I had a lot to say about that. The, I had a lot even the wives are the here. The wives, yeah. <laughs> That's just what Bella wants to be. Yeah. I think it's, like, sort of cute that she thinks that, but also very self-deprecating. And Yeah. Bella. <laughs> I don't know. The, the special gifts or, like, talents, powers thing is mm-hmm. odd to me. Yeah. Does everybody have one or does only a few? Well, it somewhat feels like everybody has them because it seems like <laughs> way more common for people to have them. It seems like rare if you don't. Like Rosalie. Especially if, no powers. if she's considering Carlisle's compassion and Esme's devotion. Pow- come yeah, on. come on. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a power. No. Compassion, maybe, for Carlisle. Esme's devotion. Esme? No. No, no she just... <laughs> motherly like it's that's just yeah. a, a characteristic of her it's not a power and, but I emmett I, I don't know if i would say carlo has a power i think people would say that emmett is his super strength right i guess so it's kind of a lame one though mm-hmm. and is that just because he was strong already as a human when you're a vampire can you work on your strength or are you just you are what you are because can they even build muscle mass i don't think so they probably can break like build on their fighting skills but in a more strategic way anyway the chapter ends they're gonna go see Renesme. finally it's been a couple chapters and mm-hmm. we still haven't seen her yet which is interesting so the next chapter is called promise she sees Renesme and she says her temperature is a little bit hotter than usual than a human's i wrote why <laughs> i don't that doesn't make any sense to me is it just because, like, she has the same amount of chromosomes as Jacob and, like, they're know. hotter? I feel like she should be a little bit colder because she's half vampire. I know. It doesn't really make sense. I have no idea, like, what the reasoning <laughs> for that would be. A lot of dramatic irony here because everybody knows, we know that Jacob and Prince Jake, but Bella doesn't know. Mm-hmm. And Bella's like, why is Jacob still here? How can he stand it? Why should he? My ringing voice trembled a little. A little. Why should he have to suffer more? And then Everett says, Jacob isn't <laughs> suffering. Though I might be willing to new tone. Yeah. Though I might be willing to change his condition. Everett added through his teeth. Edward, I hiss, yanking him to stop and feeling a little shrill of smugness that I was able to do so. How can you say that? Jacob has given up everything to protect us. What shame and guilt. It seemed odd now. Oh wait, no. 
which shame and guilt. I cringe at the dim memory of shame and guilt. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting this one line over and over again. I cringe at the dim memory of shame and guilt. It seemed odd now that I needed him so much then. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so basically it's like Bella's acting very naive here, but I mean, who can blame her? Who would guess? I think it's interesting that line where she says, it seemed odd now that I had needed him so much. Mm-hmm. Because it's like now she feel, she doesn't feel any tug towards Jacob. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah, that whole romantic attraction between them is completely gone. She says on page 433, again, I noticed that the strange need I'd felt for him before I'd had changed was completely gone. He was just my friend the way it was supposed to be. There's really no question anymore. Wow. Crazy. And she says, Jacob was one of the best people I knew, but this seemed like too much to ex- accept from anyone. And it, you know, it is too much to accept because <laughs> it's way more... He's not just there because he's a friend. <laughs> I know. But she doesn't know still, right? Yeah. And then when she does know, it's like a complete 180. Mm-hmm. Basically, the conflict is totally resolved because Jacob imprinted on Renesmee and he permitted Bella to be bitten. Mm-hmm. So there's no issue with the wolves anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not going to attack. It's kind of a cop-out or yeah. ex machina. Zeus Ex Machina or whatever, where it's like, oh, so convenient. There was this, like, life-threatening do you think problem, that, and now... Do you think that that's why Stephanie made Jacob Imprint was as a plot device? Kind of. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think it was really thinking what was best for his character. I really no. don't. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. No, I think it's to keep Jacob around and, yeah, to just, like, completely solve the, the problem. Mm-hmm. It would be way better, we've said this before, if they were older, mm-hmm. if they fell in love in a, like, oh, we're, we're supposed to be enemies, like vampire, werewolf, mm-hmm. like, that'd be totally different. But even that would still feel a little bit creepy that because, be like, Jacob still has his whole history with yeah. Renesmee's mom. mom, you know? <laughs> I know, it's... I've said it before, I can I tip my hat to Stephanie Meyer for trying something new. Yeah. Something a little Taking a chance. out of the box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've learned that Jake and Sam can communicate with each other while in wolf form, but only volunteering their thoughts, like as if they're talking. Mm-hmm. And if anyone doesn't know, Sam is was the alpha, but he has his own pack mm-hmm. now. They both have their own packs interesting i don't don't know i don't don't (laughs) get the logic there but there's still a little bit of hostility between jacob and edward though edward wants bella to see renesmee and jacob's very wary of that and is Mm -hmm. like overprotective and he says to edward are you sure bloodsucker Like, Jacob, shouldn't you respect Renesmee's father? Yeah. It seems so disrespectful. And Renesmee's half bloodsucker, so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How could he use, use such a degrading term? You filthy bloodsucker. It's a slur. He's <laughs> a slur. <laughs> yeah. It's his go-to. Yeah. 
I guess old habits die hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Bella, you know, she meets Renesne. She's beautiful and cute. I said it was kind of sad to me that she couldn't really mother her as a baby the way a mom really would. Like it's that is other sad. other people are taking care of Renesme and like Bella has to be very cautious around her and she's she's the one who's just meeting her now while everyone else is already like wrapped around her finger and and like she when especially since Renesme grows up so fast, like Bella really never has that time to take care of her as a baby and like hold her and stuff. That is and she'll never get that back. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wrote that. I, I feel like Edward should not be able to read Renesmee's mind. I, I don't like that. <laughs> His daughter. I think that that's like, ugh. If, like, my parents could read my mind, I would hate yeah. that so much. They should split up at some point. <laughs> yeah. When she's older. Yeah, but then it becomes clear the way Jacob is looking at Renesmee. She said... Would he really go through all of this to protect me from myself? What could have happened during my transformation, my alteration into something he hated that would soften him so much toward the reason for its necessity? I puzzled over it, watching him stare at my daughter, staring at her like like he was a blind man seeing the sun for the first time. No, I gasped. (laughs) Jacob's teeth came together and Edward's arm wrapped around my chest like constricting boas. Jacob had Renesmee out of my arms in the same second and I did not try to hold on to her because I felt it coming, the snap that they'd all been waiting for. Rose said through my teeth very slowly and precisely, take Renesmee. Um, and then she says, Edward, I don't want to hurt you, so please let go of me. And then later she says, you stupid mutt. How could you, my baby? He backed out the front door now as I stalked him, half running backward down the stairs. It wasn't my idea, Bella. I've held her one time, and already you think you have some moronic wolfy claim to her? She's mine. <laughs> I can share, he said pleadingly, Ugh. as he retreated across the lawn. Which, I don't like that, because Renesme is not his to share. Yeah. Wait, what page is that? This is page 449. 449, okay. Uh, I know he has, like, no control, but it is annoying. Yeah, I'd be pissed it's just so unfair already she hasn't been able to hold her daughter and has barely seen her and now her ex love triangle guy has some kind he's being all protective and he acts like a claim to her yeah it's like he knows her you know more than anyone else does and is like trying to like make decisions about what's right for her like including restricting bella from holding her own daughter Mm -hmm. This isn't really about the imprinting, but I think it's weird that Renesmee smells kind of appealing to Bella, like her blood. Yeah. Not totally, but kind of. And even the fact that the rest of the columns are like, be careful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That 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 she could kill her own kid. It's like crazy. Yeah. Oh, and I think the whole idea like that Bella wanted Jacob around in the past just because someday he would imprint on her daughter... What does this mean? Like, she didn't really like Jacob? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, and that Jacob only liked Bella because of Renesmee. I don't like that, and I feel like that's not how things work, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't think you can really be attracted to someone's, like, egg inside them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and so the chapter ends with, because he says, Come on, Bells, Nessie likes me too. What did you call her? 
Well, he mumbled, the name you came up with is kind of a mouthful, and you nicknamed my daughter after the Loch Ness Monster? monster? <laughs> I screeched, and then I lunged for his throat. What do you think? I, personally, I hate the nickname Nessie. What do you think of it? Nessie. I don't know. It bugs me. No, I don't hate it. I don't know why I don't like it. Nessie. What do you guys think? Yeah. But when I hear Nessie, I don't think of the Loch Ness Monster. But that actually is a nickname. It's like people do call the Loch Ness Monster Nessie. They do? Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I don't really ever, like, think about the Loch Ness Monster, (laughs) though. (laughs) I think of the Loch Ness Monster all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Nickname my daughter. The Loch Ness Ness Monster? Monster? (laughs) Honestly, like, I don't know if I ever have said the words... Loch Ness Monster, <laughs> not in this context. Like, I don't know if I've ever had a conversation about I it. Have. Bigfoot, yes, but Loch Ness Monster, no. I think I've talked about Loch Ness Monster. I also, don't. I think Loch Ness is like a real place in Scotland, right? I remember my friends went there. Oh, yeah. See, yeah, yeah. that's not something I would have. <laughs> but added. I didn't even go. I was like, oh, you went to Loch Ness? It's weird. There's, you know those words that, like, you hear, but, yeah. like, you think about it, and you're like, I don't know if I've ever even said that word. Yeah. You know? It's like you know it, you said it in your mind, but yes. never never allowed in a conversation. That's definitely one of them, <laughs> besides this context. Loch Ness Monster is a big part of Twilight. What if the Loch Ness Monster came into the story later? <laughs> <laughs> Like, as a supernatural element. Anything is possible. I wrote that I don't like. Bella says, you're going to stay away from her. And he says, I can't do that. And he says, it's not possible. Like, I really don't like that. Like, why is it not possible? It's not possible. What if Renesmee didn't want you to be there? She has no say. It really seems like she doesn't. How can she resist? How can she resist when someone loves her that much? So chapter 23 is called Memories, and apparently Bella hurt Seth trying mm-hmm. to attack Jacob. I wrote in my notes, cool. It is cool. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> There's some stakes there. Yeah. Yeah, it's revealed that, like, vampire venom is poisonous to wolves, which was a mistake I'd made on our Instagram before, because I asked you guys, like, if... Jacob could ever be turned into a vampire and you guys are like no it's venomous but I said knowing that it seems like it's actually really easy to kill a wolf in a fight all they'd have to do is just bite yeah so so easy like the wolves are like yeah we're stronger yeah Yeah. it's like literally just like one bite that's all (laughs) it takes um there's still some Jacob and Rosalie chemistry on page 455, Bella says, I could hear Jacob and Rosalie outside on the front steps bickering quietly for whose turn it was to feed Renesme. Their relationship... Oh, you... No, you say Their relationship was as antagonistic as ever. The only thing they agreed on now was that I should be kept away from my baby until I had 100% recovered from my temper tantrum. It's like Rosalie bickering and Jacob... Quietly. Bickering over a baby. It's like they're like a married couple. Mm-hmm. I like it. Sorry if it's jumping ahead, but on 463, Jacob's like, I told you she likes me too about Renesmee. Mm-hmm. That was gross to me. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready. There are so many lines like that. <laughs> yeah. And I also think, so Renesmee has this talent, this power where she touches 
she touches you and she can show you her thoughts basically or whatever she wants and I think it's actually really cute and later as she gets older like she when she can talk and can she talk now I don't know if she can yet but she is kind of shy and prefers to use mm-hmm. her power instead and even though she can talk always chooses to show people her thoughts that way and I think I think it's cute I don't know. That's cute, yeah. I think she actually does have... It's not really at this point in the book yet, but we've talked about before, like, oh, what is her personality? I think she actually does. She seems very shy and actually kind of self-conscious and, like, humble. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. How did she turn out that way? I don't know, but she's seems just very shy, yeah. Well, probably from Bella. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. You'd think, though, with everyone being, like... Oh, you're so awesome, Nesme. Like, it's just weird that she turned out that way. But I think that makes it cuter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, I'm still not a fan. I think as a person, she's fine. I mean, she's still a child by the end of this book. Spoiler. So we don't really know what her true personality is. But I think she seems really cute. She's Yeah, but she's boring. She seems sweet. I feel like if you babysat her, you'd be like, oh, she's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I guess it's probably better that she's not. No, but I have some things to say about her, though. Okay. Um, I'll get to it, though. Okay. Oh, I didn't write where, but Bella, like, watches Renesmee's dream because she's, like, touching her, I guess. And it says that Bella and Jacob appear in the dream more than Edward. That was upsetting. I wanted to talk about this is I feel like Edward and Renesmee don't really have a strong relationship. No, it upsets me. They don't. Really, they don't have any moments in the book where I feel like Edward has a strong connection to her. No. It's sad. It's like Jacob is like way more a father figure in a way than Edward is. I don't like that. I don't like it either. That's her father. I wonder if it's deliberate. I don't know. It's too crowded. Too many people want in. Like yeah, exactly. Too. Yeah. I know. Charlie wants to hang out. It's, yeah, way <laughs> too many people. <laughs> Carlisle. Esme, yeah, forget about it. <laughs> Jacob makes it difficult, yeah, because he, he wants as much attention as, like, a parent, basically. Yeah, exactly. He's constantly there, and I feel like it really does. But I feel like Edward's just more interested in Bella anyway. He's, like, yeah. Renesmee is so secondary. I think he loves Renesmee, but he's just kind of like, Renesmee is perfect. Like, okay. Renesmee yeah. is perfect like you. Yeah, it's a Bella. I would actually love to see an Edward's point of view of Breaking Dawn, like, and just, like, yeah, more of, like, how Edward feels about Renesmee because yeah. in Bella's perspective, it just seems so superficial. Very secondary. Yeah. Chapter ends. Alice is, like, happy birthday and gives her a key mm-hmm. and says happy 19th birthday. And the key yes. is to their cottage, which is in chapter 24, called Surprise. Yes. The cottage sounds cute. It's for her and Edward and Renesmee. Private place. Yeah, I wrote in the beginning of this chapter, Bella asks, where does Renesmee usually sleep? And then Alice says, in Rose's arms or Jacob's or Esme's. You get the picture. And, like, yeah, like, you would think that, like, Edward would be the first person she would list because it's her other parent. Yeah. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she sleeps in Jacob's and Al- Rosalie's or 
Esme's arms, not Edward's. Yeah, like that Isn't relationship that feels so distant. It was not developed. Edward in this. definitely loved Bella more. Yeah. Than <laughs> Edward doesn't give a fuck about Renesme. I really don't. I think he loves Renesme. I kind of like it. I kind of like it too. He loves Renesme, but only asks. No, you know, I don't like it though because again, it's like Jacob is like taking Renesme from him in a way. Yeah. You know, True. like he can't just have that either. It's not normal. No. I asked you guys if you think that um, Edward and Bella love each other more than they <laughs> love Renesmee. And you guys had a lot to say. Should I read it? Yeah. Some comments. Okay. Angel, friend of the podcast, said they 100% love each other more than Renesmee. <laughs> Maddie, 108, said they totally love each other more than Renesmee, which is why I hate the Renesmee storyline. It sounds terrible, but their love is best is just them. They're soulmates and basically eternal teens, and Bella never particularly wanted kids, so Renesmee came out of left field. It was Stephanie Meyer's Mormonism coming through. Um, if there are any Mormons listening, like, we love you. We love you. Yeah. David Codex said, We can't compare their love with each other to the love and adoration they have for Renesmee. They're totally different kinds of love. Ask your parents who truly love each other if they'll choose each other or their child. They can't because it's due to their love that they achieve their child. Peace. <laughs> and I wrote, My parents could easily choose. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't think it would be that hard for them. <laughs> Forever jumping the TL wrote, Geez, this is a difficult question. I think Edward and Bella know that Renesmee is totally and completely protected by her imprint, the family, the packs, etc. So while I'm sure their priority is Renesmee, I think in that situation where they thought they were going to die, they were okay with it because she had everything she would ever need. That's so true. Um, also, they're both so self-sacrificing that one of them would definitely die to protect the other, so it's likely that one of them would be alive to protect her as well. And then, also, it might be dangerous for them to be with her because she would be easily traceable. And if Jacob is hidden from trackers, like, he can block Alice's visions, then that would be safest, right? Oh, yeah, because Bella's like, we're going to die together. Like, mm -hmm. both of them are not willing to, like, stay alive for yeah. Renesmee's sake. Um, Belle de Rohan says, like she says, as soon as she finds out that she's pregnant, the love that she feels for them is equal. Mm. Yeah, so I guess it's really mixed, the opinions here. Sim D3 says, they kind of forget Renesmee exists sometimes a lot of the time. It's true. <laughs> it's true. I mean, even the fact that the, I know that she needs to hunt and stuff before she says, sees Renesmee, but the first three chapters, she hasn't even seen her She yet. hasn't even seen her, yeah. And then, and then they, they, they see go her. They have sex all then, night. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, all night. <laughs> <laughs> all night. And then they're like, Renesmee. Oh. oh, yeah. Yeah, because she said, I couldn't even think of a reason that would pull me away from this or something <laughs> like that. And then, like, oh, yeah, shit, Renesmee. I think when she becomes pregnant, she does say it's like her heart extended and the love is equal. Okay, I But it's not that. believable. I, yeah, but I sense that they love each other more than Renesmee. However, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, well, I once heard, I think it was on, like, Dr. Phil or Oprah – that you are supposed to put more love and energy into your partner, your romantic partner, really? because your children are going to leave you someday. That's so true. So, like, your romantic partner, in theory, is, like, for your lifetime. So, like, you should always prioritize your 
partner. And I mean, to an extent. Yeah, you don't want to, like, neglect your kids. But I also mm-hmm. think it's good for kids to believe that their parents love each other. Yeah. You know? I, I feel like there totally are cases where one parent cares way more about the kids than their spouse or whatever. Mm-hmm. And... Um, leaves the other one feeling kind of like bitter and like yeah I think that happens it's almost like they get left behind for yeah the kids yeah but then the kids leave you yeah exactly like, what do we have now yeah at the same time I feel like there also are cases where the parents I feel like it happens less when it's like both are biological parents but yeah. like a parent will like totally put their relationship, relationship yeah, above their kids totally. definitely need balance yeah interesting to think about yeah but definitely feel i feel it more on edward's side yeah than on bella's so they have this cottage a place cottage. to themselves yeah and emmett is so pervy before they <laughs> yeah. get to the cottage he says oh so bella just writes something about his laugh made me feel like blushing though i wasn't sure why he's constantly thinking about sex and then yeah alice gets there and and they're like, Alice, you're not going to stay? Or Bella's saying that. And she goes, everyone knows his way around. I'll stop by later. Call me if you can't match your clothes right. She was being very subtle. Emmett Gaffard. <laughs> <laughs> they go in. Um, it looks very charming and cute, like a storybook with eclectic pieces. None of the matching and all are harmonious, just the same. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, it's very hot. So, yeah, they start, they start making love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On page 481, she writes, I didn't even glance at the doors. There's nothing else in the world but him again. His arms curled around me, his sweet breath on my face, his lips just inches from mine, and there is nothing that could distract me now, newborn vampire or not. We're going to tell Alice that I ran right to the clothes. I whispered, twisting my fingers into his hair and pulling my face closer to his. We're going to tell her I spent hours in there playing dress up. We're going to lie. He caught up to my mood in an instant. Or maybe he'd already been there and he was just trying to let me fully appreciate my birthday present like a gentleman. He pulled my face to his with a sudden fierceness, a low moan in his throat. What? The sound (laughs) sent the electric current running through my body into a near frenzy, like I couldn't get close (laughs) enough to him fast enough. I heard the fabric tearing under our hands, and I was glad my clothes at least were already destroyed. It was too late for his. I it felt almost rude to ignore the pretty white bed, but we just weren't going to make it that far. The second honeymoon wasn't like our first. <laughs> I'm gonna read this whole thing. <laughs> no, we can stop there. Basically, yeah. Having sex. They're having sex on the floor. That's cool. <laughs> Vivid scent on my tongue and feel the unbelievable silkiness of his marble skin under my sensitive fingertips. No caution, no restraint, no fear, especially not that. <laughs> yeah, and then she writes, the day was never going to end. Oh, so I know. in such a situation, how did we ever stop? It didn't bother me at all that I had no answer. But I wrote, what about their child? Like, <laughs> well, well, I don't get about that. She's like, we could never stop. But like, they do. They, uh, finish? finish, yes. Like, yeah. How, how can this go on all night? Yeah, like I don't what, get it. What happens when they finish? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote in my notes. Freaky. Yeah. <laughs> I 
feel like if they, I feel like that would be very unhealthy if they really couldn't <laughs> stop. Like it would just be an addiction. Yeah. 485. So she's asking Edward basically like, how do we stop? And he says, Rosalie and Emmett were the worst. It took us all a decade before I could stand to be within a five mile radius of them. Even Caroline and Esme had a difficult time stomaching it. They kicked the happy couple out eventually. He says, there's a tremendous amount of time left over when you don't have to sleep. It makes balancing your interests quite easy. There's a reason why I'm the best musician in the family. Why? Besides Carlisle, I read the most books, study the most sciences, become fluent in most languages. And it would have you believe I'm such a know-it-all because of the mind reading. But the truth is, I've just had a lot of free time. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. He's saying basically like, oh, my whole family just has sex yeah. all the time. I'm yeah. just by myself. And that's why he's the most <laughs> talented. Yeah. The next line oh my I God. wrote, so she said, we laughed together and the motion of our laughter did interesting things to the way our bodies were connected, effectively ending the conversation. Which I wrote, is that sexual? Oh, definitely. <laughs> I wrote an exclamation mark in my book. I underlined, way our bodies were connected. Yeah. Ah. Stephanie that's, that's says... probably the most graphic line in the whole Maybe. Series. Very underrated. Yeah, <laughs> so subtle, but it's like, yeah. And it ended their conversation. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's cute. It is cute. Yeah, but, and that's how the chapter ends. Um, next chapter is... As of now in the book, there's no conflict. No conflict, <laughs> yeah. The only conflict is like, oh, we might have to move away. Yeah, and like, you oh, know, why is everything growing so growing fast? Growing so fast, that's yeah. It. Yeah. That's really it. They're happy. They're, she's ecstatic, and it's just like the time of their lives. Chapter 25 is called Favor. <laughs> <laughs> that was really hyped up. <laughs> Favor. This is the chapter where Charlie comes over. Yes. But first. First, Emmett is very pervy. They're back at the Cullen house, mm-hmm, and... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, they're thanking Esme for the cottage. And then Bella says, before Esme could respond, Emmett was laughing again. It wasn't silent this time. So it's still standing. He managed to get out between his snickers. I would have thought the two of you had knocked knocked it to rubble by now. What were you doing last night? Discussing the (laughs) national debt? He howled with laughter. (laughs) It's funny. Oh, and then debt. she writes about Jacob. Mm-hmm. He was watching Nessie sleep. His Oh, no. Rosalie says um, that Jacob was watching Nessie sleep, his mouth hanging open like the moron he mm-hmm. is. And then he jumped to his feet without any kind of trigger that I noticed anyway and then stormed out. Like, to explain where Jacob was, mm-hmm. which is like, because Jacob goes to get Charlie. That's kind of gross. He's watching her sleep. I know. I mean, wait, who am I to say? Because Edward, yeah, watches Bella well, sleep. Well, at least she was older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and she was a sexual older person. Yeah, it's probably still hypocritical of me yeah. to... It's, yeah, because, I mean, Edward is older than Bella. Edward is more old. Yeah. But it's a baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is kind of hypocritical of us, I guess. I guess, yeah. But also, like, his mouth is hanging open. <laughs> I don't know. It is a baby. It's a newborn baby. She's been alive, I think, what, like, a few days. A few days, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, because if he's supposed to be just, like, a protector or, like, 
a godfather type of figure. You wouldn't act that way. Yeah. Your brother. You don't act that way. No. And there's yeah, there's a lot of lines in here that like mm-hmm. indicate this is way more than mm-hmm. a platonic relationship. It's kind of an earlier, but I liked how Bella wanted to wear like a cotton t shirt and jeans. I think it's so funny on 488. I would have sworn there was nothing more beautiful than Edward in his khakis and pale beige pullover. And then he took my hand. I think it's just <laughs> funny. I do think that outfit could actually be attractive if fitted the right way. And I think it could be. But I think a lot of people hear that and they're like, what? Yeah. Beige sweater and khakis. Yeah. It's like a grandpa outfit. <laughs> also, okay, so... I don't know where in this chapter they talk about it, but they do mention going to Dartmouth again. That being like, oh, we still could. Mm-hmm. So we live in Massachusetts. It's right next to New Hampshire. Yes. Which is where Dartmouth is. And I just have to let you guys know, citizens of the world, that it's not cloudy enough in New Hampshire. I was thinking the same thing, yeah. Like, we do get a lot of snow, and we get rain, and like... We do have winter that's really dark and stuff, mm-hmm. but, but you summer in New Hampshire is very sunny and hot. Yeah. A vampire cannot thrive there. No. Do you think it's like that Stephanie having never been? Maybe. Well, she, she was born in Connecticut, but... I know. Like, you no. They can't have that lifestyle. Maybe if they only In the winter. Night, I guess maybe only in, in the, the winter. winter. they could, but... Yeah, but they're going to be going there for... Well, it's September. If they went in January, they could do the spring semester. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just think it's odd. Yeah, they have to only go out at night. It's not as cloudy as you would think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that would be really cool if the Collins live somewhere so close to us. I know. <laughs> cool. Oh my gosh, Jacob comes back and tells them that Charlie's coming over. Mm-hmm. He's like, right now. Yeah. And um, this is just sucks to me. So like, they're waiting for. Charlie to show up. They're panicking. Bella was preparing herself, like trying to act like a human. They put contacts on her so she doesn't have red eyes and stuff. And Edward kisses her. He's like, positive, you can do anything because she's nervous that she'll want to attack Charlie. He smiled and kissed me. It wasn't precisely a peck on the lips, and my wild vampiric reactions took me off guard yet again. Edward's lips were like a shot of some addictive chemical straight into my nervous system. I was instantly craving more. It took all my concentration to remember the baby in my arms. Jasper felt my mood change. Er, Edward, <laughs> you might not want to distract her like that right now. She needs to be able to focus. Edward pulled away. Oops, he said. <laughs> I laughed. That had been my line from the beginning. Okay, so then she says, later, I said, and the anticipation curled my stomach into a ball. Focus, Bella. Jasper <laughs> Is He can, like, feel her being horny? Yeah. <laughs> and then she says, we would have all night, dot, dot, dot. Bella, sorry, Jasper. <laughs> Three times, Jasper like That's scolds her so for being weird. horny. Oh my god. I know. Yeah, I feel like it happens in like later chapters too. It's oh my so god. Weird. Also, it's crazy because her dad's about to show up and she just like can't help herself. Yeah. Literally, a few paragraphs That's later. So funny. Oh, Charlie, Carlisle answers the door. Yeah, that must amazing. be so awkward for Jasper because he can feel anybody being horny, and he also yeah, Edward can can like listen to anyone being horny. They might just get so used to it. 
Yeah, so Jacob was talking about telling Charlie. Mm-hmm. Something that was weird about Charlie's reaction to this is, like, he's, like, okay, he's, like, I just don't want to know too much information. Like, don't tell me anything I don't need to know. Like, you know? Who would be like that? I, I, I actually don't think that that's... That's too perfect. I think that Charlie is so mad about being kept in the dark about so many things that he would want to know everything. Yeah. Like, I can't picture him I don't, doing that. I don't think that he... I mean, he's a cop. Like, I don't think there'd be any reason for him to be like, don't tell me too much information. <laughs> you know? Like, don't tell me. Yeah. I'd rather not know. I'd rather not... Yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> see that as his nature, actually. Jacob said. And then I told him that if you could deal with it, you would all stick around for a while and you would have the chance to get to know her but that if it was too much for him, you would leave. He said as long as no one forced too much information on him, he'd deal. Like, no, I don't think that Charlie would be like, too much information, I'm out, I don't <laughs> want to see you again, Bella. Like, I think he's so desperate to see Bella yeah. that he would not care. I agree. That's, like, too perfect. I don't get it. And so Charlie comes in, and they have to explain. Sorry if you guys can hear snow plows right now. We had... Yeah. Two-day storm here in Massachusetts. Why does it have snowstorm? For the colonists, there's no sun. Yeah. Two days uh, You have to explain who the heck this kid is. It's not even a newborn. And it doesn't even make sense because she got married like a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Or even less than that. And their story is so weak. <laughs> My niece, Edward, lied smoothly. I thought you lost your family, Charlie said. I lost my parents. Yeah. My older brother was adopted like me. I never saw him after that, but the courts located me. When the he, courts wouldn't do that. When he and his wife died in a car accident, leaving their only child without any other family. His whole family died? I'm sorry, what are the odds? His whole family and his and his brother's <laughs> wife had no family either. That the only family that they had was his adopted brother. Like, that makes no sense. Yeah. Such and a weak story. I just hate... I don't know, I don't get why Nesme has to age so fast. It's the only reason they would even have to come up with this weird story. Like, if Bella had a normal pregnancy, mm-hmm. it could still be scary and a vampire pregnancy mm-hmm. or whatever, but it's just weird. Like, why does she have to age so quickly? I think it would make more sense if they told Charlie the reason that they were being so weird was because Bella was secretly pregnant and Bella didn't want anybody to know because she was, like, nervous about it. Yeah. I think that would make more sense to be like... But it, it still doesn't make sense because she had a flat stomach at her wedding, which is really soon. Sometimes people don't show for... But, and also, Renesmee, I think, looks like I, a one-year-old or something right now. Yeah. Maybe even older. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. But then the story kind of goes out the window. Like, Charlie clearly knows that it's... That Renesmee's their biological child, yeah. I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't... She sa- he says, oh, she has your eyes. Mm-hmm. She tells Charlie that the name is Renesmee, Renee, and Esme, and then mm-hmm. she says, this is later on, it's not yet, but, like, oh, do you want to know her middle name? Carly, like, Carlisle and Charlie. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Not yeah. Edward's brother's kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he gets that. And I think that she even says something else about, yeah, like, being Edward's... Strange. It's crazy, too, in this chapter that she does want to kill Charlie. I thought that was really interesting. Mm-hmm drama yeah oh there was one line i didn't like what on page 506 she says the warmth of his body he beat against me with each pulse of his heart about charlie it sounded too sexual 
Mel. Do you think? No. No. Okay, cut you that out. You just turned it sexual. I'm not cutting that out. <laughs> no, I didn't like it. Pulsed against me is a little weird. Pulsed against me. Yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> Oh, it's interesting that, like, Carlisle is a grandfather at 23 years old. Oh, shut up. That's (laughs) younger than me. I'm 23, yeah. That's younger than me. I couldn't even picture being a parent right now, let alone a grandparent. (laughs) Again, what's with Stephanie in the ages? Carlisle should at least be... 30. 30. At least be 36. 37. 36 yeah he really should be he really should be 50 yeah but okay fine he can be in his 30s but no he's 23 like it doesn't make any sense no that's way too young like that's just not even believable that you'd be the parent of because i'm 25 and i feel like if there was a 17 year old hanging out with me i would think we're just buds exactly i relate to 17 year olds i don't know yeah Oh my god, do you think the courts would even allow me to adopt a 17-year-old? I don't know, I'm curious. Like, would that be allowed? It just doesn't seem... Yeah, I, I would not have, like, a maternal instinct over a teenager at all. I can't picture it. No. I feel like sister or brother-ish, but not... No, I think, like... I cannot picture telling a teenager right now, like, Honey? I'm your... Yeah! <laughs> Clean your room. Did you do your homework? Yeah. I wonder if that's ever happened. I guess, like, sometimes siblings raise their siblings, but... Anyway. Um, also, Peter Facinelli doesn't look 23. He doesn't, yeah. So, I mean... I mean, that's the movies, but... I think it would have been weird. I, mean, I think Robert Pattinson was, like, 23 when they were filming, <laughs> so it would have been weird if they did cast a 23-year-old. Like, no yeah. one would have bought that. I think it's good that they, like... Yeah, I totally agree. ...didn't stick with that. As Yeah, Elizabeth Reeder doesn't look... Is she supposed to be even younger than 23? <laughs> <laughs> What's with this youth obsession? Youth isn't everything, guys. Yeah. You know what? You're all you're still going to be you when you're 70. Exactly. And then people are going to look it down on you as like an old person. I know. But you were young once. I get old people. Yeah, me too. I, love them. I feel I sympathize. <laughs> Yeah, because it's like when people look at me, even if, like, you know, little kids, it's like I was a little kid too. Like, I get it. No, I still remember being a little kid. Yeah. Everyone gets old. Even Billie Eilish is going to be old. Yeah. She's not going to be a 17 year old forever. Yeah, it's just impossible. (laughs) Who doesn't know who Van Halen is? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that can't be her brand forever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she's got to, like, age out of that. <laughs> anyway, unrelated. That's all I have for that chapter. Chapter twenty six is called Shiny. Shiny. Taylor Swift's new <laughs> single. <laughs> I said I feel like Bella kind of has chemistry with Emmett. They tease each other. They do tease. Yeah. Oh, so the chapter starts with Charlie saying, "I don't know how much we should tell Renee about this." And I wrote in my notes, does Renee care? Where is Renee in all of this? Okay, so I asked you guys, what do you think happens with Bella's relationship with Renee? And yeah. a lot of you guys said, like, I don't think that she maintains a relationship. And Renee's, yeah, like, Renee's just, like, distant. And then, like, yeah. I think I said, like, but what about Charlie? Charlie's got to talk to Renee. And people said, like, well, why would Charlie talk to her? 
But don't you think that if Renee never hears from her daughter, no matter how aloof she is, she's going to get curious about yeah. it? And then I could picture Renee almost becoming obsessive about it because she's like, why isn't Bella paying attention to me? Like, yeah. she needs that validation from her daughter. Yeah. How could Bella even pull that off? Never seeing her mom again. I, not really talking to her mom again. Yeah, but still seeing her dad. And you I would get it. think that Renee would call Charlie and be like, hey, I haven't seen Bella in six years. Where is she? <laughs> like, you would think. I know. It'd be different, I think, if Renee... I don't know how old Renee's supposed to be, but if she had more kids or something, mm. I could see Bella getting away with that a little more, maybe. But it'd be still sort of such a dick move if Bella didn't visit. I feel like Renee should have had more kids to make that believable. Because yeah. what does she have to do? All mm-hmm. she's doing is hanging out with Phil. Mm-hmm. So I don't get how she's so distracted. I think she is a teacher, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't... She's got... This is a conflict that's <laughs> not as easily solved as it <laughs> comes across in the book. I think it'll be complicated. Just see Renee, whatever. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like Renee could handle it. Yeah. Renee would love it. <laughs> I think Renee, I think Bella actually, It's this is why we feel this way about Renee, is because Bella's not a reliable narrator a lot of times. Like, Bella oftentimes underestimates her mom. Yeah. But Renee has strong intuition and can pick up things. And I almost feel like Bella could tell her mom about this and Renee could be like, I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. I don't think she's as aloof as Bella thinks she is. Yeah. This is the... Not much happens in this chapter. Um, Mm -hmm. There's an uh, arm wrestle. Yeah. Arm wrestles with Emmett. This is a strange book. Because, yeah, again, at this point, it feels like there's no... Yeah. Uh, And the bet is, like, if... If uh, she wins and he'll stop talking about her sex life... Yeah. And if he wins, and he'll talk about it more. Yeah. Again, weird. It is, it's weird <laughs> I actually kind of enjoyed the arm wrestling in the book. Mm-hmm. Spoiler for the movie, but in the movie it feels a little hokey to me, but I don't know. Oh my god, on page 523, Bella says to Renesmee, you're the prettiest. Yeah. And then Edward I, says, I oh says I'm not sure I can agree to that. About his own daughter. Like, draw... <laughs> Edward thinks Bella's prettier than his mate. His own daughter. Like, that's weird that he would say that. He's got to keep it real. He's like, look, yeah. I can't lie. I can't lie. Bella, I love you more than my daughter. <laughs> yeah. But, no, but at the same time, it does make me sad that he doesn't have that, like, father-daughter bond. I think that's a – I think – I hate to, like, give in to, like, the male gaze or whatever, but I feel like if Edward loved Renesmee more than I would, too. Um. You know? You would love Renesmee more if Edward did. Yeah, because I would Mel, love Mel, that is so bad. Misogynistic of you. Just probably. kidding. No, I get it. It's it's weird. Is Edward a deadbeat dad? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want him to be. No. Not that far, but it's odd. Jacob really does threaten and ruin everything about Edward and Renesmee. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Yeah, I mean, there are some sweet moments with Edward and Renesmee. Edward should be more, I think he should be more annoyed about this imprinting thing. I agree, I agree. I feel like, back off. Yeah. Go home. I agree. (laughs) I feel like the reason he isn't is because he's in Jake's mind, so Stephanie wants to assure us that it's not like that. Like, (laughs) Edward wouldn't be cool with it, but I 
still think he should be annoyed. The chapter kind of concludes with Bella realizing she was meant to be a vampire. Mm-hmm. She's so good at it. and This is her calling. It's in a really, really happy place. Chapter 27 is called Travel Plans. And this is interesting. It skips three months ahead, which I like. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a time jump. Often when I looked back over my first three months as an immortal, and you're like, what? So I guess it's December now. I wrote that there's still a little hope for Jacob and Leah here. On page 529, Bella says, Leah was even less comfortable than Sue and was the only part of our recently extended family who was openly hostile to the merger. However, she and Jacob had a new camaraderie that kept her close to us all. I asked them about it once hesitantly. I didn't want to pry, but their relationship was so different from the way it used to be that it made me curious. He shrugged and told me it was a pack thing. She was his second in command now, his beta as I'd call it once long ago. Is mm. that like Jacob's being kind of coy about it? I don't know. I like in my alternate ending, I still I think that Jacob and Leah just like fall in love with each other yeah. and he's a protector for Renesme. In the book that's possible. Mm-hmm. I agree, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I almost feel like the book is a little bit more open to different possibilities. Yeah. It is. We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. What else? Renesmee's talking now. Yeah, it just feels way too old. I know, it's crazy. They're very stressed about her aging really quickly. And then also Arrow sends a necklace to Bella. It's kind of a gift Mm -hmm. slash threat kind of or something. but Or maybe it's just a gift, I don't know. But it's like a really huge diamond or jewel necklace. Um, Okay, I wrote that Renesmee is no fun. She doesn't like picture books. So Belle says, I've been reading Tennyson to her one night because the flow and rhythm of his poetry seemed restful. I had to search constantly for new material. Renesmee didn't like repetition in her bedtime stories as other children supposedly did. And she had no patience for picture books. She reached up to touch my cheek, the image in her mind, one of us, only with her holding the book. I gave it to her smiling. Like, what? She is three months old. I know. And she can't even read a children's book? Like, that makes it's me sad. so sad. Like, it is sad. She needs to, and she even writes that her, her proportions were more adult-like. Yeah. Like, that's just way, way too much. And I feel like that's why I have so much trouble connecting to Renesmee, because it's like, this is just weird. Like, she's like... Very, very quickly becoming Bella's peer. It's odd. I know. It feels like less human than anything mm-hmm. that's been in this series, in a way. I mean, everyone in this book has grown up, except for her, kind of. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting, this isn't This isn't in the movies or anything, that they have a whole plan. Bella's going to fly to Italy to see the Volturi to mm-hmm. show them that she's a vampire now. And they're also planning a trip to Brazil to, like, learn more about the mythology and try to find people who know about half-vampire children. And that's kind of, like, what's going on in the book, in their their plot, or the only conflict right now is them just planning these trips. Um, yeah. Oh, I hate... I don't know what page it is. Oh, here it is. On... 534. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> Bella says something about him having ob- obligations, and 
He snorted. I'm not my pet's Jacob. nanny. Yeah, Jacob snorted. They've all got responsibilities and will push anyway. Sort of like you, are you officially dropping out of high school then? If you're going to keep up with Ms. May, you're going to have to study a lot harder. It's just a sabbatical. I'll get back to school when things dot 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 slow down. I think it's just so sad and weird that his life is on hold for Renesmee. For Renesmee. Yeah. Just watching her sit around, like, do nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's weird, and it seems really unhealthy. It is. Like, why can't he still have a life? I know. It I don't like it. Me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, oh, again, I feel like, okay, I feel like people are going to say something about this because <laughs> I should not be taking this the wrong way. But Renesme like goes off into the forest and then Bella says he yanked Jacob, he yanked his t-shirt off and charged after her. <laughs> trembling. <laughs> I, I did not like that. Like it's already a weird situation. We don't need anything like that. <laughs> Wait, where is that? It's on page three. I'm five thirty-five. Oh my goodness. And this is when she jumps fifteen feet in the air to get to Snowflake. Yeah. This is not and I hate that, sorry, I, I keep comparing it to the movie, but I hate that the movie took that literally mm -hmm. and did that. Yeah. Remember? And the graphic is horrible. <laughs> like, why? Yeah, why? and she, like, pauses there. Yeah, I Actually, don't like Actually, I was it. saying this. I said that to Kyle. I was like, why did they? I said, some things about Breaking Dawn, they shouldn't have put literally in the movie. Yeah. For instance, the wolves talking. The, That's yeah. just my opinion. It's, um, they... Like, yeah. He was like, oh, well, that lady needed to see that she was, like, a vampire child by jumping 15 feet in the air. And I was like, uh, no, I don't know. No, I feel she, like she could have been running really fast. Yeah. She could have been doing anything. Or any even just her appearance, I think. Yeah. Well, you can't really tell in the movie, but I think she's supposed to look, like, so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why they put There's that. something she could have been doing. Yeah, running. Some things in a book, you read it, and you're like, oh, it's kind of weird, but your mind can kind of gloss over it. In a movie, you know, Irina shows up. Oh, yeah. At the end of this chapter, who's from the Denali clan, and she's all pissed because she loved Laurent, and the Collins killed Laurent, which I used to think was like, oh, like F, F them, whatever. Laurent was evil. But if you think about it, and Aro kind of says this later on, I think, or maybe another one of the vampires does, that if if you're a vampire, that's like that's your species, whatever, that's what mm -hmm. you are. To kill another vampire is really wrong in a way. It's like that's your own kind. Yeah. And I can see Irina being mad about that. And it's like, oh, you picked the wolves over your own kind. Like, yeah. I know you guys are like vegetarians, but you're a vampire. How can you pick, like, werewolves over your own kind? Mm. So I can kind of see her beef. So anyway, she hates the Collins, and she sees that they have what she thinks is an immoral child. We don't know this yet, but it's kind of obvious because of all the goddamn foreshadowing and dreams from earlier about the um, immortal child. But, yeah. but So Irina sees them and just runs away. And the Collins are so distraught about it. They're like, we tried to catch up with her and we couldn't. Yeah. And they thought oh. it was, they thought that she's just pissed because like, yeah, they're with Jacob. Yeah. Which kind of, I feel like is really the root of it. Mm -hmm. Oh, I forgot to mention this one other thing is that they talk about how Renesmee only drinks or like she can eat human food, 
mm-hmm. and she can drink animal blood, but she prefers <laughs> human blood. So they give her donated blood from the hospital to drink. Yeah. And I was thinking like this selfish bitch, like I know she can, she can live off other things. Yes. She's only a child, but like there's always a shortage of human blood at the hospitals. Yeah. Like she's, she's so spoiled. I know. Maybe not like her. You know what? That's bad parenting, though. I feel like that's not Renesmee's fault. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't give in to that. Yeah. Tell your kids no. No, no. You can't have the human blood. She can so, eat anything else. That's what adult humans do. Yeah. If you don't let your kid just eat Kit Kats all day. You're like, no. Yeah, and they don't drink human blood. Yeah. So they should say, no, we don't do that in our family. I know. They, they have to lay down the law. They're all wimps. Yeah, and honestly, Carla as a doctor, that's really him. I know. Like taking it, he could use lose his medical license he over should. that. <laughs> <laughs> They're all like whipped to Renesmee. Yeah. Jacob the worst. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, they really should say like no Renesmee. Yeah, yeah, and that's a bad habit too that she's <laughs> picking up. Like, I could see her killing someone. I know. I because of it. Because she's so addicted to the human blood. She's kill Renee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They have this big trip. It's like a big deal. We're going to go visit Renee. You're going to visit grandmother. Yes. Kills her. Kills her. Huh? <laughs> Bad Renee. <laughs> what is it? Bad Renee. No. Bad Nessie. Bad Nessie. She's a monster. She kills Phil too. Okay. <laughs> Not Phil. You got to kill the witnesses. Okay. Chapter 25. The future. The future. They're planning their trip to the Amazon. So, I wrote that Irina showing up feels too random. Like, I don't know. Like, yes, we've met Irina in the beginning of this book. But, like, I don't... (laughs) I've said it before about Breaking Dawn, but, like, the plot here and the conflict is just, like, so different from the conflicts we've had before. A lot of like things thrown in there. Like this like character arena who like we're not really invested in. We don't know that much about her besides her playing with Laurent. Yeah. And she shows up and she gets mad and she storms off and then she spirals this whole thing. There's just not a lot of investment to it. It is a little random. They know that the Voltori is coming. They know it's because oh, of Renesme. Alice has a vision. And it's interesting because she drops a vase. Mm-hmm. It, that's very weird because a vampire would never do something like that. Yeah. I like Jasper grabs her shoulders and is like, what? At least that's how I imagined it. Yeah. I, I love Jasper and Alice. I don't know why. I think they're cute. Yeah, so then they're like, all of them are coming. The wives. <laughs> and then they're like, the wives never leave their tower. And then like throughout this book, they're like, even the wives. <laughs> There's the, only two. These actually. wives who like, yeah, don't really have names. But yeah, so it's Aro's wife, so Sulpicia, and then Caius's wife, Anthony, <laughs> Athendora. Sad that Mark's wife is dead. Dead, yeah. But I don't know. I, I like. Why are the wives these like very, very like <laughs> nameless characters? Like they don't do anything. They don't. But are they just the wives of powerful men? Like why is the Voltori like yes. all men and then just Jane? Is it all men? What about, like, Heidi? What is she? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Is she just, like, in the guard or something? Yeah. She's, like, a secretary. Yeah, it is kind of on. Because, Mel, that's how it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Welcome to 
reality. Yeah, but even in the vampire <laughs> world, that's yeah. crazy. Well, it's like so old, a century is old. Yeah, I can sense. see that. But but the women vampires should be just as physically strong. Like why are they like mentally secondary? I think cuz they're not great guys. Maybe. Seems like they have some prejudice going on or something. Yeah. Well, then there are. What's it? Is it like Chelsea? Yeah. Who that. she and like Renata, but like mm-hmm. Ch- Chelsea is the one who like she, yeah, creates the bonds. Oh yeah. They between. don't actually. They talk about how many there are, but they don't really tell us that many people in the Volturi. Mm-hmm. We know Felix, Dimitri, Alec, Jane. Caius, Caius Arno, Marcus. Marcus. Okay, it sounds like a lot. Do you know anybody else, though? I mean, because there's, like, the main three. Mm-hmm. And then there's kind of, like, Dimitri, Felix, I don't, and then Alex Jane. Those are kind of, like, the four others that we know. Yeah. Chelsea. Chelsea just... No, there's a few women. Yeah. I will say, like, this book... It gets overwhelming how many like new characters it's are just funny. dropped in. You're like, Chelsea, what? Like There's... the fact that you need a key to keep track of it is I know. I think not great. I don't know why. The the wives thing definitely points to weirdness in the Volturi, but it's kind of just funny to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The wives. Even the wives. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did not know Aro was married. I know. I didn't know he was married either. That kind of throws me off. Yeah. I had no idea. Like, yeah, I want to see it his. I want to see his relationship. Does he have a wedding ring on? Well, I think Aro and Jane have something going on. No way. Mm-hmm. Got off topic. Yeah. I don't think I have anything else though. Basically, they're freaking out because the Volturi is coming. And yeah. It ends so dramatically. It's over. We've all been sentenced to die, as Abella says. When you know what happens later. Reading something like that is just kind of silly. It's ironic. Yeah, and that's a lot of, like, the like next chapters. Bella's so certain, like, it's over. We're dying. <laughs> this is it. It's a death sentence. We have months left. And she's just like, mm, it's like, we know you survived. Stop it. <laughs> and I don't get the certainty. I'll get to yeah. it later, but, like, I don't get why they don't think that Aro would listen because he does seem like a conversationalist. Yeah. At the end of this, Al- that chapter, Alice runs off with Jasper, and by the next chapter, 29, Defection, it says, we sat there all night long, statues of horror and grief, and Alice never came back. So Alice doesn't come back, mm-hmm. and that's concerning. But I really liked this part, actually. So they're all so scared because Alice had this vision, and they think they're all going to die because the Volturi brings so many more people than they have and um they're just sitting there all night and it says the sunlight broke through the back window sparkling on Edward's skin my eyes had not moved from his since alice's departure we'd stared at each other all night staring at what neither of us could live without could <laughs> staring at what neither of us could live through losing the other i don't know i think it's kind of cute they just yeah. stared at each other all night oh they really like don't understand why alice is leaving and they feel kind of betrayed by alice some of them are hurt or confused, and mm-hmm. Belle's, like, understanding of, like, well, why wouldn't she leave? Like, the future must look bad, and she just wants to protect herself. Yeah, and she's, like, thinking about how 
Jasper and Aloys are actually kind of outsider because everybody else in the family was turned by Carlisle. Mm-hmm. And they're the only two that weren't. They just kind of joined later. Yeah. And so she's thinking like, oh, well, maybe they actually didn't feel that connected to the family. Yeah, like they were kind of nomads. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. Bella gets to know about like Jay Jenks and like to go to him. Yeah, and she burns it. Yeah. Alice left her a secret note. It's kind of stressful that she's, like, keeping something from Edward. And it's interesting that, and this happens later on, that she senses Edward knows she's keeping something from him, but like, they don't they don't speak they, about it. I think it's because Edward knows that there's a reason he's keeping it. Yeah. Because Edward knows that, like, Aro can't read her mind. And so, like, whatever it is, it's, like, for everybody's own good. So the next chapter is chapter 30, Irresistible. Bella asks Edward to teach her how to fight. Yes. And that's hard for him. And I love it. On page 573, she says, He spun and was across the room in what seemed like no time at all, not even the smallest part of a second. I only had time to register the ferocious expression on his face before his lips were crushing against mine and his arms were locked around me like steel girders. Hot. Hot. Cute. That's horny, Edward. Me too. Um, she realizes that, like, since she's immune to people's powers, that she, because Alec is kind of like the Voltori's weapon because mm-hmm. he can take away the senses from everyone, basically, but it's kind of just a mental game. She realizes that since she could take out Alec, then maybe he could take out Jane, and then they'd get Dimitri, and, like, she's starting to think, like, oh, I could be the big player in this and we could win if i know how to fight basically in that instance so then i feel like she's also the most vulnerable because they want to take bella out first yeah true um but she's really brave and like she's eager to be the one yeah Yeah. so like when people always criticize bella like that she's so weak and stuff like Mm -hmm. they probably haven't really read breaking dawn like when she is a vampire she's like i want to be the one to take Dimitri out. I want to take Aro out. Like, she's so brave. She is. And so strong. I thought it was cool. This kind of reminds me of our conversation with Chandra and stuff. Um, They're talking about Eliezer, who's in the Denali clan, and they're going to show up soon, I think. But I guess he used to be in the Voltori, but he just decided he didn't want to be it anymore and left them. And Bella says they let him go just like that. And Edward smiles and says, The Volturi aren't supposed to be the villains, the way they seem to you. They are the foundation of our peace and civilization. Each member of the Guard chooses to serve them. It's quite prestigious. They are all proud to be there, not forced to be there. Mm-hmm. They're only alleged to be heinous and evil by the criminals, Bella. She says, We're not criminals. Jacob huffed in agreement. They don't know that. So it's interesting. Like, yeah. Yeah, it seems like, Oh my God, these horrible, evil people are coming to get us. But... You could reason, like, well, they think you committed a horrible crime, so... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think the only thing is, like, that the Volturi is just not sympathetic to people who do... You know, the Volturi don't give second chances. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And they do definitely have an ulterior motive. Yes. Mm. I liked that, though. Well, that's what we think when they go to Denali to, like, introduce Renesme to the oh, Denali yeah. clan. I, it's weird. The way that Edward introduces this here, he's like, 
Hear me out. It's not what you think it is. He makes it so much worse. He makes opinion. it so much worse. The first things he says are so bad. They're so vague. Tommy's like, aren't you going to invite us in? Where's Carla? Carla had to leave. What's going on, Edward? And then Eliezer says, is Carla all right? None of us is all right, Eliezer. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have to say that? And he's like, just listen. Just hear me out. And then he's like, I think it's best if you see her. Renesmee, come on out. It's like, no, we should have started with Bella and I had a honeymoon. We had yeah. sex. We conceived a child. It's half human, half mortal. Okay, now, Renesmee, come on out. Like, that should have been the way you showed it. And then not gone backwards because then, of course, they're going to go, oh, keep yeah. that away from me. They all, like, jump across the room and freak out. Yeah, it could have been. All he had to do was just tell the story. And then show them. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? Does not benefit anyone. Poor Renesmee has to see them. I know. Scared of her. Like, what if they don't like me? What if they don't like me? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sympathetic to Renesmee. It does suck. Like, she doesn't even have a childhood. And she's just That's... thrown into this weird drama. Yeah. Where she has to, like, prove that she deserves to live. Yeah. But something I also don't like about Renesmee is she, like, she loves everybody and it's just like too perfect no matter what like i think like even like arena or something she has a thought or like aro someone like whenever anyone does anything bad she's like but mom like he blah 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 like i don't know she sees the good in everyone to a, like an annoying extent like it's too unrealistic no no <laughs> no it's no, it's like it makes her like not real to me. Yeah, it's like she's just a beautiful child that everybody falls in love with, and she loves everybody. I think her flaw is that she wants to drink human blood. Yeah. Very selfish about it. But they don't treat it like a flaw. They don't, but I see it. She just doesn't feel well rounded to me. Like, <laughs> yeah. So that whole the whole clan, the Denali clan, comes around Trinesme, and they love her, and they're willing to witness stand as witnesses to the Volturi for them mm -hmm. i just wrote that this chapter with denali i wrote that all of this can be paraphrased a little bit more because we're slowly watching all of them learn what we already know yeah and it was just like it was losing me luckily i think <laughs> i mean this would be horrible if they're not but the more people they meet they don't keep telling us that yeah bad but um, oh, yeah, Renesmee refers to Jacob as my Jacob. Oh, my gosh. So, chapter 31, I think is funny. It's called Talented. It starts with, what is the werewolves part in this? Tane asked, then eyeing Jacob. It's like, yeah, it's just weird. Like, yeah, why is he here? But they don't even explain it to her. Mm -hmm. They're just like, if they don't stop, if the Volturi won't listen about Nessie, I mean, Renesmee, we will stop them. But, they, I don't know, they don't explain the mm -hmm. imprinting thing. Probably too much for them. That's the question. It's like, Jacob's still here? Yeah. What's the werewolves part in this? Yeah. Like, it's why weird. are you here? Yeah. <laughs> they kind of touch upon how Jasper can alter Bella's mood, but, like, why is Bella, like not susceptible to other people's mm -hmm. it's almost like it's a hole in her shield like i feel like i've learned they've said before that it's like well um alice like can see bell's future because it doesn't have to do with her mind and like that's why jasper can too because like feelings aren't in the mind or whatever mm -hmm. but like 
No, I feel like feelings are completely 100% in the mind. I know. So I feel like it's just something Stephanie Marge didn't think about when she started writing Twilight. I know. And now she has to, like, find all these explanations for it, and it feels a little bit messy. I don't know why, though, because I feel like she knew about Breaking Dawn when she's at least by the end of Twilight. And in Twilight, we never had Jasper influencing our mood, did we? Maybe in New Moon, but I don't think he did it in the first book. I don't book. know. So, I feel like she did have time to establish, like, oh, he can't do it. Mm-hmm. I kind of get Bella. I mean, I kind of get Alice's because it's almost like it could be Alice's life, or mm-hmm. it's almost—it's just like a story happening. It's not like she can read people's minds. Yeah, and it's not even like watching. Yeah, Bella. She's just watching yeah. like Bella's body do things. Yeah. Peter and Charlotte arrive, <laughs> and I wrote, Eric Odom's time to shine. Yeah, shout out Eric Odom. Hope you're listening. <laughs> Peter. Hope to see you next time at the festival. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so they show up, and now it's chapter 32, Company, mm-hmm. and I guess their house is like crowded with vampires of all come to witness Renesmee and... Stand by the Collins against the Voltori, basically. I think it is upsetting that all these vampires kill people. I think so, too. I think it's... So disturbing. Yeah. I would also be so nervous if I was them that, like, what if they just... I mean, yeah, they said they agreed not to hunt, but what if they did just go out and kill Charlie? I know. You know? Or kill Mike Newton. It would be really sad. Mm-hmm. So many people show up. So many people. It's really confusing. So much so that there is an asterisk... And it says, see page 75, see page, page, because it doesn't matter what page it is, but it's a page for a key about the vampires. She explains Peter and Charlotte, the Irish clan, the Egyptians, uh, Alistair, who is a nomadic English vampire, Marion Randall, I don't know who they are really, Garrett, Another guy. Um, so many. Benjamin. The Amazon people. Did I already say that? Yeah. Um, um. Senna and Zafrina. Okay. I think that I think that I totally differ from you in that I actually really enjoyed this chapter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's battle. Yeah. I know. It just loses me. It's like, are you ever hanging out with someone and it's like you don't really know their friends and they're talking yeah. and they're like, oh yeah, when Kelsey did this, when... Jonathan did this, and yeah. you're like, I can't follow this story. I don't know who your friends are. That's how I feel reading this. It's like, I'm like, wait, what? And the fact that I have to go back and check a key, and it's like, I just don't care. And it feels so, we have gone so far from the story mm-hmm. that I loved. Where Did you actually check the key? I did, yeah. Oh, a lot of times I had to I go back and did. check it. Because I'd be like, what, Chelsea? I don't remember this person. Like, <laughs> It's just, it's, it's a lot, and, like, I'm not, there's no emotional investment in anyone. Like, they're mm-hmm. all just kind of, like, you know, superficial. Like, we know a few characteristics about each of them, and that's yeah. it. And it just, this, I think what Stephanie Meyer does best is the intimacy between Bella and Edward. And just the intimacy between these, like, small relationships. Mm-hmm. And so much of that is lost. It's so crowded. And yeah. I really find myself missing that so much. Like, it's... Yeah. So I actually, I think in the movie it feels more ridiculous to me, but in this chapter, I 
know. I, I enjoy reading like descriptions of characters, even if they're not that long. And I feel like I could just tell Stephanie had a lot of fun with this. And for that reason, I was having fun with it. I don't know mm. why. I was just really enjoying learning about like all these different people and what they're like and even what they look like and what they do and where they're from and um I don't know I surprisingly enjoyed this chapter and I didn't think I would but I don't know it was fun for me to read all these like little bios about people I don't know why it just was enjoyable and I don't know it wasn't hard for me to follow for some reason I think also because all the names are like so obvious about where they're from yeah Siobhan Liam Maggie like okay those are all the Irish people obviously yeah that's true I remember Garrett I remember Alistair Kebby and Eamon and stuff I thought it was funny that (laughs) an interesting that in the Irish clan she describes this woman Siobhan as a woman of immense presence whose huge body was both beautiful and mesmerizing as it moved in smooth undulations. <laughs> Does that mean she's fat? Yeah, I think so. It's like Stephanie just beating around the bush. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But I don't know. It was cool to me. Benjamin. That makes sense. Rami Malik in the movie um, has his crazy power where he can influence. The elements. I do think that the powers get a little out of hand. It's like mm-hmm. how many freaking people how people have a. It's like everybody has a power. Yeah. I know. But I actually liked like a laser. I grew to really like him. I don't know. I wasn't expecting that. Some of the people I actually got kind of into. I like the Romanians too. They're funny to me. And I feel kind of bad for them because they want to, like, take down the Volturi. And, spoiler, but later on that yeah. just doesn't happen. And, I'm like, Ugh, what about that? They had some good points, but... <laughs> yeah, and they just whatever. let it slide. I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Yeah. I feel, I feel like I could be in, like, an unpopular camp here. I just found myself... I think at I first... Think I could be in an unpopular camp. I'm sure a lot of people dislike it. I think at first it's interesting, but I just find myself really missing the story that I yeah, originally became in, obsessed with. I mean, it's so different from the previous books, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I find the vampires to be interesting just because they live forever and have done so much. I don't know. I just I think it's interesting to learn more about other vampires. Yeah, but, but it's very... The thing is, also, it's very rushed. Yeah. Like, I... I, sh- I know I shouldn't compare it, but I was also thinking about Harry Potter, and mm-hmm. there's so many characters in Harry Potter. Yeah. But you get to know them over a much longer amount of time that you have more investment. And to just, like, throw yeah. to throw so many people in at once, like, for me, and, like, yeah, you don't really know them. Like, you, you get a few descriptions here and there, but, like, they're not really full characters to me. Yeah. I mean, Harry Potter, I feel like, Mm, ah, I won't even get into it. I don't know if it like has, it has a lot of characters. They don't really get that into a lot of them, but maybe equivalent to like the Collins and stuff. Mm-hmm. But to, there like, are a lot of like minor people yeah. you don't really know anything about. But, but to meet like yeah, twenty people, twenty new people in one chapter. Like I feel like even just like any writing teacher would be it's like, crazy. don't do that. <laughs> like don't overwhelm the reader like that. I know it's nuts. 
The people, the two that I really feel like I have no idea who they are, are Mary and Randall. I yeah. don't know who they are. I don't know. Whose friend? I'm guessing Carlisle's friend. Even Charlotte and Peter, they, we don't get their personality at all. Yeah. I feel like she explains the dynamic between the Egyptians and kind of the Amazons and like we sort of get the personalities of them and like Garrett and Alistair, we get their personalities, but yeah, those are like f- Peter, Charlotte, Mary, Randall. I have no idea what their personality is. Mm-hmm. Even in Carmen, Senna, Senna from the Amazon coven. Yeah. I feel like only Zafrina from the Amazon coven is significant. Yeah. Because of her power. Yeah, and then to top it all off, then there's like random people in the Voltori too, like Renata and Chelsea. Yeah. Santiago. What? <laughs> Corin. Did we even meet them or is this just in the index? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't think they even mentioned them. Okay. The, book. the index even includes people that died before the book. Mm-hmm. Like Charles with McKenna. Okay, chapter 33 is called Forgery. Oh, so this is when she goes to meet Jay Jenks, which she doesn't know why or what she's doing. Mm-hmm. I thought the descriptions of 635 were actually really good. She's just describing a part of town she's in. Which is not in the movie, I don't think. So, like, Alice, like, leads her to, like, a rundown neighborhood. Yeah. But I feel like in the movie she just, like, goes to a really fancy restaurant yeah, right away. I guess they just skip over that yeah i thought it was a little bit awkward she had this whole interaction with this guy who's an acquaintance of jay jank's mm-hmm. and he's like what are you like it's this like kind of long drawn out scene of him being like oh you one of his clients yeah. like he's kind of whistling at her and <laughs> i guess it's just building up the stakes or like making it seem more dangerous I yeah I it might be I also didn't like it because he is very much like objectifying Bella and I thought like who is this it's like, not like the point though no but I thought who is this human man doing this to Bella like aren't all vampires supposed to be so threatening like even you oh, as a human yeah. feel like you have the confidence to be like speaking to Bella in this way like he should be scared of her even just subconsciously Maybe. I didn't like it I thought it was like I didn't even really notice that. He's like whistling and like talking about her appearance and mm-hmm. I don't know. It was cre- he was being creepy. I feel like that was the point though. It's like a rundown part of town. It was weird though because like Bella's a vampire. Why is she even nervous? Yeah. I don't, I don't know if she's nervous, but I don't know why this would even matter. Why would it her. even be scary? Yeah, yeah. who cares? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think we're just supposed to know this is sketchy AF. It's mm-hmm. a sketchy guy. It's a sketchy neighborhood. This is illegal. She doesn't know what is going on. I think that's probably why it's been cut from the book. It was cut from the movie because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it's like we get it. She's getting fake IDs, like mm-hmm. sketchy, but like it's. I think it was just cut out for time because then she just, this isn't even Jay Jenks. Then she goes to meet Jay Jenks. So like in the movie, it makes sense. They would just jump to her meeting the actual guy. There's no need to have like the middle man. In the yeah. Movie. I thought it was, I, I don't know, I thought it was pointless. It is kind of pointless. She could have just met Jay Jenks. But again, I think Stephanie is trying to ramp it up and make us mm-hmm. scared. Like, oh, this is really serious. But it's not scary. The thing, cause I know. No, I mean, like, she doesn't 
we're supposed to think what's going on. Yeah. It's, he's trying to guess, like, who Bella is. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, drug cartel? Who, me? <laughs> I, um, I asked, yeah, or your boyfriend or whatever. Nope, sorry, I'm not really a huge fan of drugs, and neither is my husband. Just say no and all that. Max cussed under his breath. Married? Can't catch a break. I smiled. Mafia? No. Diamond smuggling? Smuggling? Please, is this the kind of people you usually deal with, Max? Maybe you should get a new job. And I thought, who is Bella to judge this man when she is a freaking vampire and <laughs> she's hanging around in her house right now with other vampires who kill people? Like, <laughs> who is she to judge some diamond smugglers? <laughs> I hadn't interacted with humans much besides Charlie and Sue. It was entertaining to watch him flounder. So she, like, thinks she's above him. She does it. He's too comfortable. I think that he should be scared. She says in this chapter, which I thought was crazy. Oh, she meets Jay, right? Mm, I think so. And gets passports and documents for Jacob and Venezme. Jacob Wolf and Vanessa Wolf. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Jacob Wolf is not. Jacob Wolf. If that was a password, that would not be secure. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Wolf, Matt Wolf. Matt Wolf, yeah. That's his last name. Shout out. Unless that's not their last names. Those are their last names. Uh, it's crazy to me that, so she meets this guy to get these documents, and she has money paper clipped into $5,000 increments. $5,000 increments. What the heck? Like, how rich are they? Yeah, Cash. They, they have more money than God. Cash. Mm-hmm. That's insane. That's all I have to say. Okay, so she puts in orders for these documents. and I'm a little it. confused here about the aging of Renesmee because she mm-hmm. says she has to say what their ages for the passports are going to be, and she says 27 for the man, for Jacob, 5 for the girl. But it feels like Renesmee is already past 5. And she's, like, know. based off her aging, I think she's going to be five at that point. I think she looks, like, three or something, but mentally, mentally. beyond, which is okay. strange. Weird. Yeah. It's interesting. Not weird. Weird in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I feel like I'm being too critical. <laughs> okay, chapter 34 is declared... Uh, Probably Edward, not a Taylor Swift song. Yeah. <laughs> Edward's playing her lullaby as she gets out of the car, which is cute. Yeah. And Bella's excuse for, like, being mysterious is, like, buying Christmas presents. Yeah. And Edward's like, oh, I didn't even think of it. And then he goes, if you want to make an event of it, which goes back to Edward and his love language. Yeah, <laughs> he loves gifts. He's excited. I think it's so cool that they mention Christmas. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They've never talked about it before. Is Breaking Dawn a Christmas movie? For sure. (laughs) I think it is. It should be. It should be included in 25 Days of Christmas. I agree, yeah. Breaking Dawn Part 2. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of snow in it. Yeah. There's a Christmas scene. Yeah. Yeah, so Bella got Renesmee a locket that says, like, more than my own life or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Edward got her an MP3 player. <laughs> Cute. Ew. And Jacob gets her a promise <gasps> bracelet. Yeah. I did not like it. 
She says she says Edward had gritted his teeth over that one, but it Which didn't bother me. Yeah. <laughs> but good for Edward for like yeah, being yeah. like, oh, I don't like that. Yeah. I think that is gross. I know. Like promise for what? Just to always be there? But like oh! promise bracelets, I feel like when you hear of a promise ring, it has like a wait. Aren't it's always about like virginity. Virginity, yeah. I don't like the connotation there. Obviously, the connotation is there if Edward gritted his teeth. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, because he can read Jacob's mind. Mm-hmm. And Alistair leaves. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's not the same as the movie. I know I keep talking about the movie, but I don't think I'll remember this stuff when we watch the movie to talk about. But in the movie, it's like he sees that Bella got all these documents and stuff, and he's like, oh, you don't think we're going to win? Like... Mm. okay then i'm out and this why does he leave i don't know he just kind of decides like it's not worth it mm-hmm. bye yeah why was this guy even in it yeah i guess just to make us nervous like oh shoot someone left <laughs> yeah. I don't know. but there's so many people that i'm I not phased by it yeah they have christmas it's cute I like the part when Stefan, who's one of the Romanians, he's talking about, like, the Volturi, and he says, we never put on white hats and called ourselves saints. Mm-hmm. He's like, we knew what we were. I don't know. Basically just saying that Volturi are hypocrites. Yeah. And then there's this whole scene where people are like, yeah, they're like, should we leave? Should we stay? Because it's like, if it comes down to a fight, like, what are we going to do? And then people are all, like, one by one pledging their allegiance felt like it was too drawn out and I said that I feel like this feels weird <laughs> I don't mean to say that but because one we already kind of know they're they're loyal because they're there in the first place and two like we don't even know if there's gonna be a fight yet and they're all like pledging allegiances to it and I think again it's like I know how it ends up so I know that there is no fight so yeah. just like it's like mm. I know this whole chapter it's of weird. like we will fight with you we will fight like it's a lot <laughs> to go one by one. I noticed that Peter has a line. Mm-hmm. Has two lines, which sadly don't make it into the movie. But he says, we have not decided. <laughs> he looked down at his tiny companion. Charlotte's lips were in, were set in dissatisfaction. It looked like she'd made her decision. I wondered what it was. What does that mean? Like, she actually wants to fight and Peter just spoke for them? I... Seems like it. The F. And then he says, well, Jacob says, we're not afraid of vampires. And then Peter mutters, children. Yeah. So, Eric Odom, those could have been your lines. Could have been your lines. They got cut. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are Siobhan and Carlisle flirting in this scene? Did you pick up yes! on this? <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. They are flirting. So... Um, Dude. So it starts on page 56. Bella says, I remembered Rose and Carlisle's discussion of the Irish leader. Carlisle believed that Siobhan had some subtle but powerful gift to make things go her way, and yet Siobhan didn't believe it herself. It couldn't hurt, Carlisle said. Siobhan rolled her eyes. Shall I visualize the outcome I desire? She asked sarcastically. Carlisle was openly grinning. If you don't mind... Then there is no need for my coven to declare itself, is there, she retorted, since there is no possibility of a fight. She put her hand back on Maggie's shoulder, pulling the girl closer to her. Siobhan's mate Liam stood silent and expressionless. (laughs) 
Almost everyone else in the room looked mystified by Carlisle and Siobhan's clearly joking exchange, but they didn't explain themselves. Like, it just seems really weird how they're having this, like, intimate moment with each other. I like it. Yeah, it's like, is there some history there? More chemistry than I've seen with him and Esme. Esme, yeah. (laughs) It's funny, her mate just stands there. Mm -hmm. Silent and expressionless. Yeah, I feel like that's saying something. It is. I saw that, too. I think it's kind of interesting how they're explaining Renesmee's power, and it's, like, the opposite. Or Edward says, like, yeah, people say it's the opposite of his power, where, mm-hmm. like, she can show people her mind and he can see yeah. into people's. But then that's also, like, she's opposite of Bella's power because she blocks everybody out, but, like, Renesmee lets everybody in. That's true. Okay. Chapter 35 is deadline. There's a rare sweet moment between... Edward and Renesmee, he hugs her. <laughs> he hugged Renesmee just a little bit tighter to his chest. That's cute. Very cute. Mm-hmm. She gets the documents from Jay Jenks. We don't need to say anything about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, all I'll say is that she notices that she's, like, attractive to other people. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. And Edward, I think it's so sad that, like, Edward, I said this before, knows Bella has a secret, but neither of them address it. Yeah. It's, it's interesting dynamic. Um, oh, and when she's waiting for Jay Jenks, she, like, considers burning her hand in the fire. I thought that was interesting. Just to see what would happen. Yeah. I feel, cool. like, I feel like that'd be a bad idea, actually. Because <laughs> don't... Fire does kill vampires, right? So. Cut off her heads and burn them in the fire. But, yeah, yeah, I think fire does... Could fire alone kill them, or would their head need to be cut off first? I don't know. What do you think of... Jay Jenks is, like, terrified of Jasper. Yeah. Weird. I was wondering why Jasper even needs Jay Jenks, because Bella does say, like, the rest can all just make fake IDs and stuff themselves. Can they? She says something like, oh, like, they wouldn't really need this, but, like, I feel like she needs to go through these portals because she's new to the game and, like, couldn't really figure it out. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know why they really need to get humans involved. How would they get a machine or whatever to make IDs? Well, how does... on the black market or something. Yeah, I mean, like, how does Jay Jenks get it? Like, why would he be any better at it than they are? I don't know. (laughs) People have their ways, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, when Bella, she prepares a backpack for Nesme, emergency backpack, basically, for in case they die, and it has all the documents, the passports and stuff, and then she writes a note and writes... Rio de Janeiro, in all caps. Like, that's just because she went there on her honeymoon. <laughs> right? Like, it's like... It could well, no, I think they think that... Oh, because the there's legends, there. yeah. Yeah. Okay, what I don't get is... This is the second time in this book she says this. Um, I crossed my fingers that, since it was unlikely that his high school offered Portuguese, Jake had at least <laughs> taken Spanish as his language elective. Spanish and Portuguese are not the same. They're not the same, you yeah. That doesn't mean you know Portuguese if you know Spanish. Yeah, yeah. and she says that earlier in the book when she was, I knew enough Spanish to know what I that know. meant. That's it, really ignorant. Portuguese people. Yeah. Okay, just We're, We're Portuguese-American yeah. with no Portuguese language. We, we're not really no. part of it, but <laughs> it's 
not the same. No, so I it's not. The point of I, w- I one time said something. I one time defended someone who was like saying it was a microaggression to compare them because I was like, well, there are some similar words. Mm-hmm. And someone like got super mad at me for saying that. I wouldn't say it's a microaggression. Yeah. Just kind of, like, not knowing. Yeah, this, like, girl in my class, like, yelled at me about it. And I was like, well, I am Portuguese. Obviously, (laughs) yeah. Obviously, it's just not knowing. Yeah. Yeah, but also, Bella, don't be naive. Jacob's not going to school, even if he did... Yeah, he doesn't Take know Spanish. Spanish. He does not know Spanish. He is not going to class. He's not studying. So he doesn't know <laughs> Portuguese. So crazy. It's not really the same, though. No, it's not. That's not going to help him. So at the end of the chapter, they all, right? They, like, go to the fields. It's snowing, and they, like, line up for the Volturi. It's, like, happening. Mm-hmm. It's really happening. Clouds roll in. Here we are. Battle. It's time. (laughs) Life is over. Yes, (laughs) bloodlust. This would be a Taylor Swift song. It would be like, not a good song, but like, yeah. It'd be like, "Eh," you know. (laughs) Chapter 36. I, okay, so the Volturi show up all in their shrouds, their cloaks. Mm -hmm. They kind of like float towards them almost because they walk so smoothly. But I'm wondering, how do Volturi travel the world in these outfits? I don't get it. Yeah, they do not blend in. How did they travel from Italy to Washington? That's such a good question. I feel like no one has considered that. <laughs> and this many people, even the wives. Exactly. <laughs> of course they would draw attention to themselves. They're breaking their own rule by traveling like this. Or do, do they travel in normal clothes and chains? <laughs> Are they in like that? Would be interesting. (laughs) Do you think they go by a boat, like a secure boat that no one can see? Do they just swim across the ocean and get soaking wet? Yeah, and And then then change their clothes and dry them, or just dry? I don't know. I need to know. Maybe they they run super fast and dry them. Maybe they have a private jet. Can't run from Italy to Washington. They have to go in the ocean. Maybe they have a private jet. But if they have a private jet, they still need to fly into like a. Turnpike, right? Yeah. Is that what you call it? You can't just turn fly anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, good question. I feel like no one has asked that before. <laughs> How? I would like to see them changing from their clothes. We need to put that on our Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> it's also interesting that they brought witnesses too. They bring a lot of other people. Yeah. Not to fight or anything, but just. Yeah, so in the movie, especially, like, I feel like you look at it, and it's like, oh, well, they're really outnumbered. Yeah. But so many of the people that bring the Volturi brings, they're not there to fight. They're not going to fight. Mm -hmm. The Collins would still definitely lose. I really hope Irina feels so stupid. Like, she looks at Tanya and Kate, and then she looks horrified, and it's like, not only did she put the Collins in danger, but, like, she put her own family in danger. Not knowing, of course, but, like... Why don't these people use cell phones? Yeah. get it. Like, just text or call your sister to be like, hey, like, I think I'm, I'm showing up with the Volturi. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I'm with the Collins. Get a like, second opinion. Just yeah. talk. Communication. Irina's impulsive. Caius slaps Irina. I like that. Mm-hmm. Caius is rough. Yeah. <laughs> Caius is rough. <laughs> 
he's a bitch. I wrote, like, you know, like, they're looking at Renesmee, and they're like, she's an immortal child. Can't they, one, look in her eyes and, like, see, like, she's brown eyes, even from far away? And two, can't they smell her blood? I know. I thought it was crazy that on on 694, sorry if this is going ahead, but Arrow puts his arm around Edward. And she wrote that he puts his arms so casually like they're good friends. I couldn't even mm-hmm. picture that. And this is very different from the movie that Aro reads Edward's thoughts, mm-hmm. not Alice's. Yeah. Here, Alice hasn't even shown up yet. It's not like the movie where he reads Alice's thoughts and then gets the whole vision of the fight. Mm-hmm. No, he just reads Edward's thoughts. Yeah. And, and he gets... Just learns what Renesmee is. And it makes sense that he would read Edward's thoughts because Edward has read everybody else's thoughts so he can get everything all at once. Yeah. But he gets every vision of Alice's, every quiet moment with our family, every picture in Renesmee's head, every kiss, every touch between Edward and me, dot, dot, dot. All of that was ours <laughs> now. So it's like, uh, what an invasion of privacy. <laughs> so the Volturi is basically deciding like what to do because they're mm-hmm. like this is this could be a threat what we don't know what this is blah 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 meanwhile i thought this was so weird i don't even know who the heck felix is supposed to be but he's like flirting with bella yeah on 696 oh my gosh yes i did notice that i smiled wryly at the mountainous vampire hey felix felix chuckled you look good Immortal- immortality suits you thanks so much you're welcome. It's too bad. <laughs> Felix comment trail off. Blah, blah, blah. Yes, too bad, isn't it? I murmured. Felix winked. Like, Weird. Yeah, I wrote, I literally wrote flirting with Bella. I cannot picture the actor who plays Felix flirting. <laughs> He's a moral actor. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, the editor should have caught that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that was just that. like a bad take. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's true. He's not good. Oh, no, but that scene in Eclipse, too. So bad. Like with the Jane and stuff. So, Aro meets Renesmee. I don't know. They're kind of just talking back and forth. Like, what do we do? And and he, yeah, and he, he, he keeps going back and forth of like, we're not going to kill you, child. And like, Mm-hmm. no injustice was committed and it seems like oh conflict resolved but then it's going back and i'm like but maybe we should kaius is like <laughs> pumping him up of like no we should fight <laughs> blah, blah, blah. and it's like to me again so drawn out of like it is okay so like just movie. make up your minds like also it, it just like annoys me because like the whole time they kept saying the voltori will not listen to us and like he really is weighing his pros and cons here. He really is. Like, <laughs> yeah. why did you think that they wouldn't consider things? All they're doing yeah. is considering things. So, I guess Aro's dilemma is he does want to risk the Volturi's reputation because now they see... Wait, did they kill Irina yet or no? No, but okay, no, I think yeah, in the next chapter. They see now that Renesmee actually is not an immortal child. She mm-hmm. grows. She's half human. She's not a threat. And they didn't commit a crime. He doesn't want to risk the Volturi's reputation tarnishing it by slaughtering all of them for no reason but he really does want to kill them so that he can take um Edward and Bella I think too and Alice who isn't there 
Like, that's kind of the reason they're there, mm. is to recruit them. So he's trying to figure out a way to, like, still accuse them of something. Mm-hmm. So that's why he's like, Mm-mm. yeah, or not even just recruit them, but take them out if they don't want to join because I feel like he's yeah. threatened by them. Yeah, 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 because they're huge and they have a lot of dedicated followers. Mm-hmm. And the chapter ends just so anticlimactic. So much to discuss. Yeah. So much to decide. <laughs> it's so. I must confer with my brothers. I guess it's a little anxious if you don't know what's gonna happen. But yeah, but when you yeah. do know, it's boring. Chapter 37 is contrivances. I said Aro seems nice, question mark? Yeah. He's nice in a dangerous way because I honestly, reading this, I'm like, wow, I totally trust him. Yeah. Like, even in the previous chapter, he says to Renesme, like, of course I have no desire to harm your loved ones, precious Renesme. And Belle says, Aro's voice was so comforting and affectionate, it took me in for a second. And then I heard Edward's teeth grind together and far behind us, Maggie, who, like, can oh, sense yeah. that people are lying, outraged, outraged hiss at the lie. So it's like, I fell for it. Like, I was yeah. like, oh, Aro's really too, nice. And a lot of times, whenever Aro's nice here, I, like, totally trust him. If someone says, like, oh, we should kill the wolves, or we should, like, uh, take the wolves in for oh, ourselves, because yeah, 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 yeah. they want, like, guard dogs. Mm-hmm. I think it was Caius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In this chapter, they kill Irina. It's very quick. Kate and Tanya, who are sisters, run to attack. Rosalie tries to stop, and then Kate zaps Rosalie because she has, like, electric powers or something. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. And then it seems like a fight is actually going to happen because this is going on. Like, they're charging at the Volturi, and you're like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. But no, that fight doesn't happen. I feel bad for Tanya and Irina. Yeah. Do you feel bad for, I mean, Tanya and Kate, do you feel bad for Arena? I don't. Mm, she should have communicated better. Yeah. I don't. She really jumped to conclusions. She was just full of vengeance. and. Mm-hmm. She had ulterior motives. Yeah. I mean, I feel a little bad that she died, but not really. It's also she like. She she's messing with. Yeah, exactly. And also, like, she. The Collins, like, their crime is just, like, being loyal to the wolves. Yeah. She's not even punishing the wolves by doing this. Like, she's punishing, like, yeah. like, it's, you know, too distant. You know, like, when you're really, really mad at someone and then somebody else is, like, still friends with them or whatever? Yeah. You can't really get that mad at them because it's not their drama. Exactly. It's not their damage. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it when people want, when they put someone else in the middle Mm-hmm. Like, to the Collins, like, hey, it's not, we didn't do it. Yeah, like, and, like, Laurent tried to kill Bella. Like, yeah. what do you expect? Yeah, which is one of our mates. Yeah. Which is obviously a big deal to everybody else. Yeah. Why doesn't Edward get that same respect? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. if Laurent killed Bella, then yeah, it would be totally different. But it would interesting if... Irina somehow got people to attack the wolves. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's honestly what I think the conflict could have been, is that the other vampires turned on the Cullens mm-hmm. or turned on the wolves, and then now the whole conflict is having to protect the wolves. That would have been cool. Or having to, like, protect their uh, alliance with each other. That would have been... That could have been something. Mm-hmm. Spitball in here. But. Yeah. 
would have made a little more sense than this whole yeah, thing. Yeah, I know. This conflict is weird. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly. Very convoluted. Guys, if you're going to get mad, get mad at me. Kelly is a lot more. Well, I do agree that in general, Breaking Dawn on the whole just doesn't feel like the same as the other three books. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't. Yeah. I just sort of enjoyed this portion more than I... I don't know. It was not super easy to get through, but it kind of... I enjoyed all this more than, like, the Bella pregnancy stuff. Mm-hmm. That's just how I feel. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Eamon and Kebby run away, which is mm-hmm. cowardly. Mm-hmm. Sucks. Have they still not decided? No. What they're going to do? <laughs> The pigs is just like so, so decisive. And, okay, so then Aro goes up to people one by one, and he asks them, like, <laughs> do you think the child is a threat? Like, do you think the Collins committed a crime? Yeah. And Aro, like, why are we watching him have the same conversation with everybody? Like, he goes up to Siobhan, and then he goes up to... I don't know, but um, Bella, for some reason... The Volturi, they're like, let's counsel. Let us counsel. Mm-hmm. And they all turn to talk. And everyone seems to think that they've made up their minds. They're going to attack. And Bella starts, like, getting all upset. And basically tells Jacob and Renesmee to run away. And um, this is just... I just needed to point this out. That Edward says to Jacob, Goodbye, Jacob. My brother. <gasps> dot, dot, dot. My, my son. son. <laughs> what? My son. Son? My son, I did not like that. You're like the same age. I mean, I know Edward's a hundred years old, but but no, that's not a no. dynamic they have. No, no. My, son? my son is it because he's like a son-in-law now? <laughs> I don't like that. I hate him. That was weird. It felt awkward. My brother. My, my son. son. No, no, that is not the <gasps> dynamic. He's not a son to you. <laughs> That was weird. A month or two ago, okay, maybe like five months ago, you were in a love triangle with this guy competing for Bella. Oh, my God. Now he's your son. Yeah. (laughs) It's so weird. No, actually, if you go back to the timeline where they are right now, if you went back a year from now, Edward is still gone, (laughs) and Bella's still depressed in her senior year of high school. No way. Yeah. A year ago? Yeah, a year ago. She still has... yeah isn't it they needed more time yeah oh my god we get this part it's in the movie if we live through this garrett whispered to kate i'll follow you anywhere woman yeah now he tells me now he tells me how people ship this so much um yeah and then like there's a mckenna and a charles that are brought in here like this is where i was like no stop it stop with the new people i can't handle it i know we're almost to the end of the book like stop and it's so misleading the end of the chapter get ready i was for the others it's starting yeah but nothing happened not spoiler chapter 38 power it's just crazy to me that it seems like there's gonna be a fight but literally Arrow just decides no. Yeah. On his own. It's not even with Alice. There's no vision. It's not like the movie at all. And yeah, they just come to that conclusion like, we'll go. And then Alice shows up mm-hmm. with the half vampire, half human from Brazil. And it's just so much less fun and interesting. And 
I really give props to Stephanie Meyer, who, like, what co-produced Breaking Dawn Part mm-hmm. 2, to decide to change it from the book. Yeah, exactly. Like, that really made it much better. It's kind of like she's, like, editing her own story as, yeah, you know, later. Like, being like, oh, it could have been better. I'm a little bit surprised before this, like, fight that doesn't happen... Why are they all kind of like discussing their strategy to each other? Like I don't, I don't really get. It's like while Aro is still considering what he's gonna do. Yeah. Kate's like Jane's mine, and um, well, I guess just in case. Yeah, but like, how do they? Can't the Voltor hear all of that? <laughs> I don't they know. have super hearing, and how close are you guys standing to them? Like, how are you able to discuss this out loud? I think they are supposed to be really far away, mm-hmm. but I feel like they might still be able to mm-hmm. yeah and then alice shows up alice 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 yeah alice alice shows up with what are their names nahul and hulan hulan yeah and his father johan is there too right mm-hmm. basically it's kind of interesting is dad joham who's a vampire no i don't think he's there i don't think the dad's there yeah who's the other person with them i feel like there's three people i didn't really understand it was like yeah his like his aunt who like is his biological aunt yeah he turned into a vampire yeah so his dad was a vampire and was just like his thing to impregnate humans because he wanted to create like a new species (laughs) cool but i feel like but also sad that sadistic he's is he like he's like raping the humans i'm oh, assuming probably right <laughs> because the i way pictured he, it more like sexy but no i don't yeah, know why he's right. like speaking about yeah. his dad with like judgment but the story that his aunt tells of his mom is more like the story of like mary and gabriel she says she came to me one day in secret and told me of the angel that found her in the woods that visited her by night I warned her, as if the bruises on her skin was not warning enough. I knew it was the libsoshman of our legends, but she would not listen. She was bewitched. She told me when she was sure her dark angel's child was growing inside her. I didn't try to discourage her from her plan to run away. I knew her. Even our own father and mother would agree that the child must be destroyed. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But, so that didn't really that's sound... That didn't really sound like a... Like, to describe him as an angel. Mm-hmm. But... I just, the way that he talks about his father, and he's like, yeah. you guys can take my father out, no problem, I don't want a relationship with yeah. that guy, like, it sounded a little bit more like The fact was... they did it several times, too, and the mother's always died. It yeah. Is... It's it's definitely not a... Yeah, not, like, love. A caring thing, yeah. Yeah, and so then, Aro says, dear ones, we do not fight today, mm-hmm. and... And we find out that Nahul, is his name? Mm-hmm. He's venomous, so he turned his aunt into a vampire by biting her when he was a baby. Mm-hmm. But he has some sisters, half-sisters, and they're not venomous. And Renesmee's not venomous, so they wonder, like, oh, is it a gender thing? Mm. Which, do you think it is? And if so, why? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> why? I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. What do you guys think? <laughs> Yeah, so the fight, there's no fight. Mm-hmm. The people are cheering. Everyone's really happy. The Voltori just run away. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and then when, uh, then Bella's like, 
Nessie, 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 I cringe. Yeah. I don't like that. And then now in her head, in the narration, I could just stay with you, Nessie demanded. Like now she's calling her that. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, it just bothers me. Yeah, I didn't like that either. And then she kisses Edward with a passion that might mm-hmm. possibly set the forest on fire. I wouldn't have noticed. Yeah. They're all just so happy. The happily ever after. So this is after the fight, people are leaving the party, mm-hmm. going home, and it's winding down, and Edward's, you know, telling the story about a shield or whatever, yeah. like, they're all talking, and Bella notices that the other half-breed vampire is staring at Renesme. Yeah. and she's, like, creeped out by it, and it's like, oh, because, like, he knows that this is the only other half-breed that's, like, not his sister, and I just didn't like that, like, she's but a child. But then later... Isn't Edward like, no, he was, he was staring at you because you. you survived and like his yeah. mom didn't. And yeah, that makes more sense. But so I just didn't like the way Bella thought about it. She goes, when she did think that that was a possibility because she said, I didn't think that this idea had occurred to Jacob yet. I kind of hoped it wouldn't soon. Like again, <gasps> it's I like, know. why would it bother Jacob? Oh, because he thinks that <laughs> like Renesme is his romantic partner. creepy yeah and then he says something or edward says i'm impressed that no once today did he think about the fact that according to nahal nessie will be fully matured in just six and a half years and bell says he doesn't see her that way he's not in a hurry for her to grow up he just wants her to be happy and edward says i know like i said impressive it goes against the grain to say but she could do worse i frowned i'm not going to think about that for approximately six and a half years it's just weird because, like, that's not a long time. It is strange. And, like, they are still thinking about it as, like, they're going to end up together. Mm-hmm. And then Edward says, of course, it looks like we'll have some competition to worry about when the time comes. Good. It's just, oh, gosh. I mean, I don't want them to think about that already. But I also think it's, it would be interesting if someone else was interested in Renesmee. I want to see, I want to see the story where Renesmee says to Jacob, I only see you as a friend (laughs) and he's fine with that. I want to see that story because he (laughs) wasn't, it's not going to happen because he wasn't even fine with it when Bella said that. I know. And if the reason he was obsessed with Bella was because of Renesmee, then he's not going to be cool with it. I know. When Renesmee says it. It's crazy. Imprinting. What do you guys think? Nuts. Cool. Don't what do you think? I think it's weird. This is a much smaller detail and not that important, but on page 743, it says, I think because of Eric Odom, I'm like keyed into this, but it says, Peter and Charlotte had a short conversation with Jasper and then they were gone too. Like, what? Aren't they best friends and haven't seen each other in forever? And they have a short conversation. Short conversation and leave? Yeah. That's it? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, what could they discuss in that time? I don't know. I think it's interesting. They kind of hint at, like, the Volturi coming back again someday. Yeah, she leaves that door open. Yeah. Of course this isn't over. The Volturi won't forgive what happened here. This is what Siobhan says. And Edward says, They've been seriously shaken. Their confidence is shattered. But yes, I'm sure they'll recover from the blow someday. And then his eyes tightened. I imagine they'll try to pick us off separately. Which is kind of cool. I like to think that there would be 
some other conflict someday. Yeah. I don't know why, but yeah, keep things interesting. She definitely, yeah, she leaves it open. Mm-hmm. And then Bella, she this happens in the movie. She's been practicing her shield and like, is Wait, it like I'm she not can? Ready for that? Oh, okay. It's not like the last page. Yeah. Jacob's like finally leaving and going home to see his dad and stuff and going to sleep under his own roof and Jacob says see you guys tomorrow I guess things are going to be kind of boring now aren't they I fervently hope so Edward said <laughs> oh <laughs> so cute funny. I fervently yeah, hope so I know they've had non-stop drama for the past two years <laughs> yeah. and then oh I just thought this was cute because I love Jasper Jasper was sandwiched tight in between Alice and Esme, somehow seeming more central to the family picture than usual. Aww. Isn't that cute? That is cute. Okay, that's all I have until the end. Yeah, things are wrapping up. Yeah, so then Bella's been practicing her shield, and Mm -hmm. she, like, is her shield able to, is she turning it off for Edward to read her mind? She's, like, moving it off of herself. Yeah. Because she can flex and move it. Yeah, and so she says... Some of the memories were not clear. Dim human memories seen through weak eyes and heard through weak ears. The first time I'd seen his face, the way it felt when he held me in the meadow, the sound of his voice through the darkness of my faltering consciousness when he'd saved me from James. Simpler times. His face as he waited under a canopy of flowers to marry me. Every precious moment from the island, his cold hands touching our baby through my skin. And I just thought, kill me. Oh, my God. It's like, it's, it's so cute. not like the montage in the movie, but like all these things. She's and like she's showing, wrapping up. Yeah. And Edward can read her mind for the first time. Mm-hmm. It's adorable. And he, he goes, Bella, Edward whispered in shock. I don't know. I thought that was just so cute. Oh, my God. And it's so, this story ends on a horny Edward moment. <laughs> where So then she's showing him everything. And then she's showing him like their sex. And yeah. she said, lingering on the details. Well, so he starts kissing her. Yeah. And she's like, stop it, you're distracting me. And he's like, okay, I'll be good. Mm-hmm. And then she's lingering on the details. And he said, I laughed breathlessly when his urgent kiss interrupted my efforts again. Damn it, he growled, kissing hungrily down the edge of my jaw. <gasps> we had plenty of time to work on it. I reminded him, forever and forever and forever, he murmured. That sounds exactly right to me. And then we continued blissfully into this small but perfect piece of our forever. The end. The end. And that's it. That's it. I know, it does end really cute with him. I think this is me looking too much into it because it might say it on the other books, but there's a line in like earlier when um, Bella says that saying goodbye to Edward or something. It would be like writing the end in a manuscript. Like, it would be too final. Yeah. So that, the end here makes me think, like, this is it. Like, this is it. Yeah. That's serious. It's sad. It's weird. I feel like there's no way to really wrap it up. Yeah. It It feels a little disappointing. I feel like no matter what. Yeah, because you don't want it to end. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think for me, though, like, especially what I've been thinking about with, like, book three and all these mm-hmm. new characters, and if the story was to continue, I don't think it would continue with Bella and Edward, and I think what I love about this series so much are those two characters and their relationships, me and I'm too. less interested in the universe itself. 
Yeah. Um, so I think that, like, I don't know if I would really be interested in, like, any spinoffs. I know. Which is okay. Like, I hope it just stays as it is, kind of. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I would be... It's a risk. Like, I don't know if I want a spinoff or anything. If it was some kind of amazing new story about Bella mm-hmm. and Edward, okay. But the chances of that are kind of slim. Yeah. I, I, I think. Just because yeah. it ends so final here. Like, there's no conflict anymore. I just don't know what it would be. So. Yeah. So what would you think about book three and then breaking down as a whole? Book three? I don't know. Uh, it's hard. Because uh, I kind of, I enjoyed Jacob's. I enjoyed, honestly, Jacob's mm-hmm. was my favorite part Yeah. of the book. I think Jacob's might have been my favorite too. Surprisingly. I I find it, I think it's so weird because I love Belle and Edward so much, but I almost think book one is my least favorite, even Mm -hmm. though it has the wedding and the honeymoon. Like, you'd think I would love that, but I don't know why that, I don't know, maybe I do like it. I'm at a loss. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? I feel bad because I feel like, especially when we went to the festival, so many people love Breaking Dawn. Yeah. So I don't want to alienate anybody by trashing on it. But I have to be honest. Like, I love Twilight so much, but I don't enjoy Breaking Dawn. Yeah. It disappoints me. And, like, it's because I love this series so much that, like, I think it could have been so much better, but it strays so far from what I love and it feels too different. It does feel like a fan fiction. There are a million new characters. There, nothing really happens in the end. The whole mm-hmm. Renesmee thing, imprinting thing, it's just, it's strange. Yeah. The pace is weird. Yeah. The conflict is weird. Like, yeah. It's, I, I think it could have been much better. Mm-hmm. It would have had to be much different to be, quote, better, I think. Yeah. D- yeah. If I was an editor, I would have been like, okay, let's start back from the drawing board. <laughs> let's kind of like uh, totally (laughs) start back at the end of eclipse well this is what happened i think that i wish to me if the fight was real which it's not even in the book the vision isn't even in the Mm -hmm. book but i enjoy the fight and i feel like if the fight was real i would maybe think breaking dawn is like okay or better. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're just ramping up so much. Even throughout the whole book, even part one, it's like she's having these dreams and stuff about the Volturi and is so scared of them. Mm-hmm. And then for nothing to happen. Yeah, and people should know. have died. There's just no payoff. That's another issue for me is like they spend so much time standing around like nothing's really happened. This could have been more of a perfect time to explore the other characters more, like the other yeah. Collins. But those instances kind of fell flat, like, with, like, Emmett's, like, just dumb humor. Mm-hmm. Like, we could have really gotten to know them better. And could it, this have been, like, two books, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. What do you... Maybe. What do you like more? <laughs> or which do you prefer? The whole Renesmee thing? Or the all the other vampires coming thing? Which part... Do you do you have to include the imprint? Do you have to include the imprinting? Yeah, that's my thing. 
the other vampires. All Renesmee plotline and the other vampires. I would yeah. rather get rid of Renesmee, but I still don't. Cause then it's like we feel like we barely know some of the Colons, and then you're bringing in the other people. Like it's just I know they're just not a lot is fleshed out there. It's there are a lot of things I enjoy about Breaking Dawn, and then some things that I don't. And the fact that it's the end, it's like very bittersweet. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, like I love Twilight, and so this is the end, yeah. and it's sad, and I am sentimental about it. But a lot of things that happen in it, I just don't understand. Yeah, but it just doesn't. Yeah, it feels like it just went off the rails. <laughs> yeah, Train it, is just off the cliff in this last scene like i wish we had more i mean you can't like tie everything up in a bow but it's like why are we even talking about this other half breed right now like <laughs> i feel like that's an insulting way to say it but like, <laughs> like i want to see i want to see carlisle in this last scene i want to see like the other collins yeah you know like, i just wanted to be i know more of everything that like we loved i remember when i first read this i like because I, I got the book when it first came out, and I remember I flipped to the back of the book and read this part. Yeah, I think I did too. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god. Yeah. I mean, he reads her mind. I don't know if I read that. I did. But I knew that they like have a happy ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's a secret. Breaking Down is clearly my least favorite of the books. Me too. It's crazy that it used to be my favorite. If people still love it, that's a, a lot of people love it. Pretty mm-hmm. like Mel said, pretty much everybody at the festival loves Breaking Dawn. We're just outliers here, mm-hmm. and I, I feel kind of bad about that because we have a Twilight podcast. I don't know, but hey, it's just our opinion. Mm-hmm. Hope it didn't turn you off too much. It's okay to love something so much and still criticize it. Yeah, like I feel like we're gonna get a lot. Of- are you even fans? I know. We're going to get a lot of hate for this one. But whatever. Whatever. I, I don't <laughs> want to lie to you guys. I don't want to pretend to like it. Yeah. We obviously like some I'm, parts I like, of it. We yeah, get, like, exactly. excited about certain things. Yeah. I, I honestly really enjoy the Jacob parts. I didn't yeah. think I would. I don't think I did when I first read it. but I didn't either. Me neither. Okay. This is a scary question. What would you give Breaking Dawn as a grade? <laughs> a letter grade? Uh, you go first. Oh my god. C minus. I was thinking a D plus. <laughs> oh my god. I know, I was being kind of generous. Honestly, like, the the other books, it's weird reading these, you know, later because yeah. New Moon, I remember not enjoying it now. Yeah. New Moon is probably my second favorite. It might crazy. be my favorite of the books, honestly. It's, I think Twilight's still my favorite. But yeah, it's... New Moon is beautifully written. Weird. Like, I used to hate New Moon. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's funny, like, it changes. But so, like, I feel like there are parts of Breaking Dawn where I feel like if I read this in a workshop writing class, I, I would be like, this is too much. This pace yeah. is weird. I'd have so many edits, but like the other books, I just read it and I don't think about that really. Yeah. I mean, I do a little bit, but. I think it got a little messed up because she kind of had this idea from the beginning when it was Forever Dawn, that mm-hmm. sequel, and then fit all those, fit New Moon and Eclipse in the middle, and those had such a different pace, and then to just jump into this, I don't know, it just it's almost like she should have let go of that whole idea. 
Yeah. The Forever Dawn. A hundred percent. Yeah. Which I know is hard to do. But it's, I feel like that's kind of your worst, like, mistake is when you're married to an idea. Mm-hmm. But other people like it, so obviously that's just our opinion. Mm-hmm. It's quirky. It's quirky, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the series. Wow. We're not done, though, because we still got... We're going to read Life and Death. Oh, my gosh. That will be interesting. Yeah. We've never read that before, guys. So that will be true. Really you know, crazy. Fresh. Yeah. And um, Midnight Sun. Yes. We have to read. Oh, I'm That's, so excited for I'm that. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. We want to print it out. Yeah. <laughs> and the movies and the commentary and the commentary and the yeah. soundtrack and Chris and Stewart and the, there's so much more So to much do. more to discuss. Yeah. Yeah. yeah commentary <laughs> and the commentary. We've been getting a lot of... <laughs> Feedback that that's we should do highly soon. anticipated. Yeah, I know. I feel like we've been teasing it forever. <laughs> yeah. oh, we have to do... I'm not scoffing. I'm sorry. Um, we have to do the breakdown movies and soundtracks. And soundtracks, yeah. Crap. What do you guys think? Should, should we, we like, take a break? Should we split it up? Yeah. Should we start with commentaries? Like, what do you... We're here to serve. Should we say, like some options of what we can do next episode and you guys weigh in on what you want yeah should we do a commentary on the commentary should we do one of the actors or something we kind of just did that though yeah should we do breaking down part one movie that's we're probably not gonna do part two yeah (laughs) yeah so those are the three options yeah pick an actor probably gonna wait to read something though yeah yeah i'm reading little woman now yeah, I'm gonna start this book right here. Cool. Anatomy of Dreams. Anatomy of Dreams. Sounds have, cool. Have you read it? No. It's a, actually a fiction. It seems like it'd be nonfiction. Yeah, it does. Like <laughs> um. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So those are the three options: either yeah. breaking down part one, the f- movie, mm-hmm. with sound clips. With sound clips. <laughs> <laughs> um, we cover an actor, and if yeah. so, which actor? Mm-hmm. Rob. I don't know. One of them. Or we with sound clips what's the other one or commentary on the commentary commentary. (laughs) and if so which commentary yeah i think it would make sense to start with twilight the commentary yeah probably cool cool let us know guys right we've taken a lot of your time already (laughs) we'll let you get back to your life or back to re-listening to our previous episodes. Previous episodes. <laughs> Hope we entertained your yes. commute or your chores or your lying in bed or your or walking around. Whatever, or, yeah. And <laughs> like like and subscribe. <laughs> hey guys, hit that bell button. <laughs> hit that button to the left. <laughs> and Thank leave you. us a As review. Always. Yeah. Gucci. <laughs> Gucci. You can contact us at anotherbiteoftwilight at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at anotherbiteoftwilight. The music is by Traces. See you next time.